and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. And over there is Sean Bell. All right. And there's James Farley. Hello. All right. I'm surprised I didn't go, why was I laugh? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite, you're don't, stepping don't up, you're maturing. You know, it's, it's fine. <laughs> you're maturing. Oh, Give it up. We, we, we know Matt's <laughs> always going to be second, so it's it's fine. You know. It's... Well, he's, he's number two, isn't he? Yeah. Well. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love I love the fact that he's constantly offended and surprised by that. It's just he does fuck all. He moans about doing the podcast and then goes, "Well, why why am I not more important?" Um, I don't know why that started like that, James. I was going to ask, "How how you been? All right? Yeah, fine. Good. Sean, we good? <laughs> yeah, spirits right, yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, Matt. Excellent, thank you. Oh, great. Let's get straight into the feedback then. They all love it last week, did they? Uh, actually. I mean, obviously, we've had a lot of feedback over the past few weeks, and last week it, it was actually not so bad. But I didn't really want to go into Detroit, but there's a couple of points I'm going to just bring up Detroit and right. Shenmue. It'll be a quick <laughs> okay. one. Is this uh, going to be the end of it? Yeah, yeah. This is this. This is the last, the last mention of it. But Ashley Day uh, tweeted in the hypocrisy of James defending Shemu after lambasting Detroit. Can I please change my we've vote? Already, P- we've PS, already, PS, I like <laughs> We've already addressed this last week. And oh, no, well, this is the last time. Let's address it now and put it to bed. Yeah, well, there's a big difference between a game that came out 20 years ago and a game that came out this year. It's, it's there's pretty- not a big difference between someone that can overlook its flaws and say, "Do you know what? I still really enjoyed it," and also what you did. Like this well, yeah. is the same thing. It's it was not the, the same, same thing. thing at all. It's completely. Well, I think James's mate. point is that, like, if, so if Shenmue Three comes out and is exactly like the old ones, that would be unforgivable. Exactly. I totally have, you got the, have you got the tweet there, um, Matt, where they said that actually James blamed the Times for the voice acting, but really oh, yeah, here's the oh, yeah, truth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so the next point. Uh, I hope that answers your question, Ashley, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I basically, I'm looking forward to Shenmue 3 because if James is like, yeah, it's got us a bad points, but I enjoy it, then I'm like, nope. Well, no, <laughs> Can't yeah, if, you can, if you can address what the bad points are and then we can have a discussion about it, that'd be fine. Hold on, wait, wait, if, wait, wait. Be, so, if, But if I just say, I like it, and you can't argue against that, then, you know, it'd be the same as our Detroit argument. So you're saying, James, that if Shenmue 3 comes out and it's still got the same old problems and the same bad voice acting, then then you'll have an issue with it? Of course I would. So I'm assuming, oh, I can't wait to play Shenmue 2 that gets rid of all of these issues of Shenmue 1. And, I never said it got and, rid of uh, all the issues, I said it does get rid of some <laughs> of the issues. Okay, all right, okay, well, let's see, let's see. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. with the voice acting is fucking No, 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 okay no, the, the voice game. acting's no. still terrible, it, but there still are terrible. other... Matt, look, look, we've already been over well, this, isn't, David. Wait, 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 isn't uh, Shenmue 2, isn't the voice acting Japanese only? Uh, well, no, it was no, in the in the original in the original Dreamcast release, but then... We're not saying about the voice, he knows nothing, David is still persisting... On just using the English dub, so he gets he's getting what he deserves. <laughs> so it's it's fine. It also, is funny. Yeah, even I think it. it's Dave's fault. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's getting what he deserves. Unbelievable. It's God. awful, Dave. Speaking of the, just because he doesn't want to uh, read. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> he's. I mean, he's right. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to read. He doesn't want to read that boy. Uh, that James Day at James Swift Day on Twitter. The reason for Shenmue's poor English dub was not because it was a product of its time. I think James actually said they spent more on the visuals than the voice. That's a quote. Uh, James says it was because Suzuki made some idiotic decisions, like handling it in Japan, where there were very few good English speaking actors. 
Okay. Yeah, that's I, I do remember reading about that before. That is that is true. I mean that sort of makes sense because as bad as the voice acting is, like all the Japanese pronunciations are spot on, aren't they? Yeah. Like the, <laughs> so, what, so yeah, no, that figures. So that's the case. So what's David Cage's excuse? They're all French. I was <laughs> gonna say, yeah, because yeah. oh, Cage so. uses English actors to play Americans yeah. and all sorts yeah, of it shit. It sounds rubbish in English, but if you if you listen to him in French, it all makes perfect so, sense. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's not a the dialogue is leaded yeah. and terrible, but yeah, it's it's, fun, fun. Yeah, it's all I mean and I played it in French, so maybe that's where um, yeah, that's maybe where we got, got confused. God, can you imagine if you, yeah, it's, suddenly you play like any um Quantic Dream game in French and suddenly it's like fucking hell, it's an art house film. <laughs> This is a bit of writing. There's no holes. You know, it's just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what Dave said a moment ago. So, um, <laughs> you, um, you're having a right go tonight, Matt, aren't you? It's like, is this because you, oh, you got, so you, got bang on with that. you got a couple of these tweets and you're just like, oh, I can have a go at James now. This is great. Go on. <laughs> Look, you've got, I've got to tell you what I can get. Um, James mentions the game Juiced every single week. Uh, to track whether he said it this week or any week, uh, Athene Allen made an amazing website. I mean, it's, it's a very simple website, but go to <laughs> Did James mention Juice this week dot azurewebsites.net and you'll be able to find out whether James has or hasn't mentioned the popular video game Juice. Also, if you also if you look on the Wikipedia page for Juice, there's a little there's a little mention. Can a I just say there must be a James way James as well. There must be a way of weekly like auto tweeting out what that says on a weekly basis. Like there must be a way of doing that. If so, I think get get that sorted because I ain't going to be checking that website every week. Yeah, but so I will someone, be. Someone I will subscribe box. to a Twitter account that just <laughs> updates with, with whenever that updates. Someone uh, create a Twitter bot. <laughs> that's right, Matt. Yeah. Yes. Go on. Let's go. Progress it's, it's a waste lost. of time because I'm not going to be mentioning oh. that that game again. So it's, it's right, fine. We'll see. Really? We'll Why see. Not? Okay, we move on. Progress lost on Twitter. We <laughs> so that's, that's his way of doing it, Matt. That's his way of never mentioning it again. Maybe He's... James said it there, but it was on mute. <laughs> we're, <laughs> never, we're never going to hear James's voice again. He's going to turn up every week. and The only thing he's going to say is, hello, when I say his name at the beginning, and that's it, through fear of mentioning Juice. <laughs> <laughs> The only way to make sure. Let's see. He's quiet. I've never, never even Just... played the game, so you know it's <laughs> all right. Go on, come on. Yeah, did you... don't mind about that. Progress lost on Twitter. Reconsoles sound like uh, jet engines. As obviously last week you discussed your Xbox One X or yes. One One, Dave, and we'll probably on to that in a bit. Uh, <sighs> versus PS4 Pro. Anyway, uh, reconsoles sounding like jet engines. Do you house yours with any t- with a TV unit? I've got an IKEA thing, and I've had to take my Pro out of it because it sounds like the LH. See every time I turned it on. Can uh, I just say though, it's what, just where, why have we got into a situation where? Why have we got we got into a situation where we need to do that? Like, I mean, literally a TV unit. What? Uh, no, put it. Just have it hanging from threads from the ceiling <laughs> so it can ventilate properly. Jesus Christ. Do you it, know does, what I mean? it makes it sound like it's on you to fix that, doesn't it? Which yeah, it really totally, shouldn't be. Totally. Yeah. We've designed this console. Like, well, can you put it in a TV unit? No, don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. Make sure you keep it in the fridge with the HDMI cable hanging out of the fridge. And you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's not, you can't just, I know what you're saying. That's good advice, mate. And I appreciate you sending it to me. I'm not having a pop at you. But what I'm saying is that I'm not taking it out of the TV unit. It's ridiculous. Where else yeah, am I going to put it? Just, just, 
build a miniature raft and have it floating on the bath. And then I think the fridge fine. one was about as good as we got with that, Matt. Eh, no, I think the bath one's further. <laughs> Adam, uh, let's to the party A2. Uh, Dave, did you know Onrush is now on Game Pass? I do know that. Yeah, that is um, thing, a game that you should definitely get if you've got Game Pass. It's uh, it's excellent. Although I haven't booted it up for a while because the last few times I tried to play it was just against bots. I, I, that's still the proper sticks in my teeth, that. The, the first month I played that game, it was just brilliant. I, it was full rooms, really good fun. I mean, I could... If, it, if I knew I was getting a full game, I'd turn it on tonight and play it. But the problem was it just went to bots and that was that. Um, I, that yeah, that's going to stick with me for a long time, that one. It will be interesting to see what sort of... If it does get an audience on Game Pass and... You know, yeah, I mean, it's one of those games that I think if people just, if it's there, like if it, I mean, if it was on PS Plus or whatever, I think lots of people would download it and try it because it's one of those games that everyone's like, it looks good. Yeah, I'll be willing to give it a go. How much? No, nah, you're right. You know, you know what I mean? Like if it's just <laughs> yeah. there free to download, I think it would, um, it would do quite well. Do, and does it have, um, in-game tra- like microtransactions? Um, not as such. They're all, I think. It's all in-game no, currency. Last time, yeah, yeah, last time I was on it, it was all in-game currency that you earned during the game. And apparently all, right. all the DLC is going to be free as well. How much of that there's going to be, I don't know. But um, yeah, it's so... Think, even if there was like a tiny bit of, you know, in-game microtransactions, just like getting on PS Plus now, like if it feels like just throw it on there. And if, if you get any, get any revenue from the transactions, I think to the great. point where they're just earning fuck all from it, like where literally zero sales. I don't think that's far off. I think they might actually just stick it out there, like just put it on PS Plus. Oh my god, it's come to Games so Pass super quick, so it has. Yeah, it has. It would definitely um, it would get a wider audience on PS Plus, wouldn't it? I mean, you get like a lot more people on it. Than oh I yeah, because you're not you're, you're automatically subscribed yeah, exactly, to it, and yeah. um, you know, well, not automatically. You know what I mean? If you're if you want to play online, you've got PS Plus, and um, the problem with Game Pass is it's the eight pound a month thing, and that's not for everyone. So it wasn't. I mean, like Rocket League did really well, like initially, didn't it? Because well, the PS yeah, Plus. that was a slightly different case because it launched on PS Plus, mm-hmm. um, and it was. I don't think they thought it was going to do that well, but all of a sudden it just exploded. Um, and then because once the month was over, you know, the buzz was still about and people were just buying it after that. Um, I don't think it's been, has it been on, um, I don't think it's been on games with gold yet. No, it hasn't. Which no. would probably be a mad thing to do because of how six, six, again, successful it, it was it, it, That's also on Game Pass, so. Is it really? Rocket League's yeah. on Game Pass? Oh, yeah. that's that's impressive. I didn't think it would be, but yeah, I mean, God, we'll we'll talk about Rocket League later. We will. Um, Matthew Moore, uh, uh, Moore, uh, yeah, I'm going to say Moore, on Twitter. Uh, Game of the Year conversation. Obviously, we discussed last week, uh, uh, someone messaged us about whether whether we should or shouldn't include Hollow Knight, Hollow Knight because none of us have played it or mentioned it the year before. Uh, Matthew continues, how about the rule about any new game released for the first time on console in the year? Do you play PC games regularly enough to try them and consider them? Owen Superhot was first out in 2016 on Xbox One. So you're saying basically because we're not really hardcore PC gamers, is there a way we can somehow squeeze this game into Game of the Year because it didn't come out on console last uh, uh, last year? There's not. No, I don't. I think we've already set that standard, and we just can't go back on it. Yeah, it's, it's not. not it's not fair. I know everyone's desperately trying to squeeze Hollow Knight in, but well, by the sounds of it, you know, from what Sean said, probably not going to make the top of the list, is it? Not I mean. It's a belter. 
It is. Yeah, I know, yeah. but you were saying, oh, the fucking this, that, and the other. You were slagging it off the other week. I wasn't slagging it off. It's just the very, very end game stuff is a bit silly. Yeah, but I overall, guess. do love it. But can you see it winning, like winning the prize well, this year? Not, not the- again. Not with you and Matt. No. If you tr- treat me right, James, maybe I'll vote for this game. And you <laughs> you vote ain't going to vote my for games. anything I say, Matt. So you, know. you might vote for one. Right, like I'll vote for Hollow Knight if you vote for Detroit. <laughs> Ooh, good one, it, Matt. Good if, you, one. if you bring Detroit, Matt, I'm done. You you can't bring that as a. <laughs> what does that mean? You can't bring that as a game of the year game. You just what can't. Does that mean can. Oh. What does that mean? You're done, James. It means that I'm <laughs> done. That it means I'll, I'll what, retire. Are you quit the show? It means I retire. I just can't. I can't do that. Quit the show I might bring Detroit on. <laughs> it's, it's absurd. It's like absolutely I might absurd. I bring Detroit on now. A, a game well, no, you're going to have to now, Matt. You're going to have to. A game that you've admitted that you even said wasn't oh, a very good game. Let's not get over. Let's not get this again. I'm bringing it. Out spit milk studio on Twitter. Just the thing is, like, if it's Detroit versus Hollow Knight, you know which one Matt's voting for, and you know how much of a prick I am. <laughs> so it's going to be the biggest stalemate in the computer game show history. It's all right. Sean, Sean knows how much of an idiot like David Cage is, so he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah I know, but that's what I'm saying. So it'll be two votes each, and we'll just be sitting there, just neither of us budging. No, 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 but, but uh, you know, maybe I might vote for one of Sean's earlier in, in, in the show, and therefore he owes you one, so he'll... <laughs> Sean will no, go I, could do that. I could not do that. You, you'd lose all credibility with me, Sean, if you voted for like, a David Cage game. I, I just well, couldn't, you know. Anyway, we, 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 you know, we've, got, we've got three months to work out our plans. Oh, God, so. I'm so excited for the end of the year show already. This oh, is going to be a good one. Not Detroit. That's not Let, let's, skip, let's skip forward now. Yeah. Red Dead what? Anyway. <laughs> uh, just finished, this is uh, Spilt Milk Studios, uh, 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 Andrew Spilt on Twitter. Uh, just finished the last episode. Sorry to be that guy, but Hollow Knight's success on Switch is not a surprise to anyone. It sold over a million copies on PC, though admittedly it sold faster on Switch. Uh, y'all were like, he said, "Y'all, y'all were like nobody was talking about it. Then, blew, then it blew up. Then it blew up on Switch. And I think that's more about the team's focus on console over PC at the moment. No bad thing. Just wanted to give the name, uh, the game, and the devs their dues. I uh, love the show. You know I do. Yeah, no fair play. But I will say this: I hadn't even heard of the game until it came out on Switch. Mm. I mean, so uh, really? I know. Oh, no, no, but that surprised me because they mentioned. Well, okay. I mean, they mentioned loads and giant bomb last year." Did they? So I, yeah, so I thought we would have heard. Yeah, they, 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 it, it was it was in the game of the year stuff for for a couple of couple of categories. But that's oh, weird right, because like, that. I've been listening to it recently, and they've just been like saying that they're like they can't get into it and they don't want to play it and stuff. It just sounds weird if they were like talking about it on PC as being great, and now they don't seem interested. Well, yeah, are, like, you, uh, are that, you suggesting that, that Matt's lying here? Jason <laughs> Jason A Strikers talking about last year. I can't remember the others, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, well, I didn't listen to much of that stuff. But yeah, no, it, it just passed me by. So uh, yeah, I, I hadn't really heard of it. But no, good to hear that it, it did well there and it's it's carrying on to do well. Cool. Uh, in last week's questions, uh, Athene Allen asked, um, if uh, were Skate 4 to be announced, how would they fuck up? We mentioned, well, I mentioned, it'll probably all be about followers uh, and that's how you're progressing the game. Cami Toman, okay. Uh, at Co Mutiny on Twitter uh, tweets in in Skate 3 the story was that you were using magazines and the videos you were shooting to sell boards and each mission success was made up of just a number going up uh, doesn't sound much different to the followers thing you were talking about on Skate 4 
So yeah, yeah, you're right. it's I know. Just like I a mean, modern version, I guess. We, yeah, we were just laughing at how that you know that that's so obvious the way they would do that. Now that you know EA are all about influencers and stuff like that, it just yeah, it seemed more funny. Uh, sorry, but but actually, I mean, <laughs> like Cammy just like mentioning that story. I would love it if they just stuck with that story, like and, and made it so it wasn't it's set in 2018. It was set in like you know the 90s, and it wasn't about magazines and videos. No, no chance. Anyway, th- that's it for follow up. Uh, if you want to leave us follow up or question or feedback or whatever you've got, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter, or you can email the Computer Game Show at gmail dot com. Before we go to the news, actually, obviously we're doing a live show at EGX. It's on twenty second of twenty uh, second of September. You just need a regular EGX day ticket to come and see our live show, live podcast. It's on Saturday. It's five till seven. We're also having a meet afterwards at the. Um, at the Wellington Real Ale Pub, it's uh, on Bennett's Hill in the centre of Birmingham. We have like drinks and you know just have a meet up and you know see what happens. Uh, yeah, but that's happening straight after about half happens. seven onwards. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't implying you know relationships. I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> that's what it sounded like. <laughs> I mean, there's no relationships for me. It's just you know we'll go there, a couple of soft drinks, get off. Uh, I mean, I don't even get, get off. Oh, I don't even get off. <laughs> <laughs> what? Matt, what do you think this Look, is? just offer this stuff up without telling us first. Oh, I mean, <laughs> there's a massive bowl, watches in the bowl, and we'll see what happens. But yeah, uh, there's giving me a sort of Wayne to Real Air Park. Yeah, but the thing is, there'll be one Apple watch in here, and we know, all know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> James Farley. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so live show 22nd, uh, and then the meet afterwards, uh, get involved. Okay, all right, should we get straight onto the news? We can. Um, I was just thinking. No, no. I was just thinking before we start this. No, no. I was just thinking. Do can we get some music for this, like to kick it off? Because it would make the transition less awkward. What? No. Why? We don't do music. What, like a Yeah. What do you want? It's a proper news thing. Yeah, something like that. You know, it's it sounds like more. It sounds better. You know, because it's like not doing that. It's always an awkward transition. I don't like it. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't have to be awkward. It no, is. it doesn't. You're right, Matt. It, it just has to be awkward, awkward this week, apparently. <laughs> really awkward. I'm really how about, how about, James, you just go, okay, right, here's the news, or rather than go, Because right, if I do that, that's the one oh, that you because do Because if I say that, you just immediately start laughing. So it's just... Because it's funny. My, <laughs> my favourite is like this, she go, right. <laughs> it's like, that's the best transition ever. It's just, just blunt and night. Right, let's go. James with the must. news. There's been a lot of news this week. Um, good. No, good. there has. And you see, the first news story I want to look at is it's it's one that I want to talk about, even though I know David's probably not going to be interested. But it's about the Chinese Ministry. Why don't of- judge me? Stop well, judging me. Just no, like whenever I start talking about this stuff, you always just start saying, you know, you know, having a go and slagging me off and stuff. So you know, David Turner says no from book. He's very willing to hear about anything. Long yeah. as it's not to do with China. Let's move on. First story. <laughs> So anyway, Let's go. The, the Chinese Ministry of Education oh, for f- is... Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> go re- on. Okay, so they're recommending fewer game approvals to combat myopia, you see. So, what does that mean? Well, with short-sightedness. Now, this is quite interesting because this has been a problem... Like, there's a problem with myopia in China that's been for like a very long time. I mean, like, anecdotally... When I live there, like most of the people that I knew that have been to university, everyone wears glasses because everyone's like nearsighted like all the time. And, I mean, according to research that I was reading today, because I thought I'd better do a bit of, um, you know, have a look at, see what some of the figures were. According to the South China Morning Post, which is a newspaper, so it's not a great, it's not a very scholarly source, but it's something. They reckon that 90% of university students are short-sighted, and 50% of secondary school students had the problem, and 20% of primary school pupils. So, 
but this has been like a problem for a very long time. It totally like it predates like the explosion of like mobile gaming by at least a decade or two. Like I mean, most of my wife's friends they all wear glasses. My wife is supposed to wear glasses but refuses to because she says they make her look old. I, I don't agree, but you know that's what she always says. <laughs> Gun to your head. Yeah. So what is it down to then? If it's not about well, that, smartphones gaming thing. and stuff, it, it's mostly down to environment and the fact that. Most you see, most parents force their children to do an awful lot of study, and mm. the study like it it goes on from like very early in the morning to like really late at night, and they spend a lot of time just like sitting indoors in very poor lighting, um, like just cramming, like studying all the time, and it does destroy your eyes like over time if you if you kind of do that. But the government has kind of figured that it's not that, and that actually it's video games are to blame, even though <laughs> it's been around for like a decade or so. So they've got a plan. And the plan is to reduce the rate by 5% to 2023, by 2023. So I assume that means that only 85% of university students are going to have this problem now. But <laughs> to do this, they want to limit the amount of time that minors can play games online. So they want to put in like timers and stuff like that. They want to implement age ratings uh, for games. Because this is also something which I blew my mind when I first went to China, is the fact that there's no age ratings on anything. Like, there's no age ratings on, like, films either, or just really? anything. No, there's nothing at all. And Because what they do is any film that... Because any film that gets released is cut so that it's suitable for any audience. So, you know, like, for any sort of age, you know, sort of any age range. And you, that may sound weird, but it's just that a lot of films that are, like, you know, like, really... Like, a lot of super violent films get released anyway, and just, like, cut slightly... And anything that has like, any sexual content just doesn't get released. And yeah, that's that's how it's been for like a very long time. They they don't have so like a watershed if, or anything so, like, like that. So like, so did the Saw movies come out in China? No, they wouldn't come out. If they okay. they would they wouldn't come out in the cinema. You can get them like on like DVD or whatever. Yeah, but no, they in general there's no cinema rating system, and it's the same for video games as well. There's never been like any rating system, so they want to create this rating system. But the other thing they want to do, which is what is a bigger problem that is causing like knock-on effect, is that they want to limit the number of uh, new online games that are approved, because the way that it works in China is that it's not like you can just like release anything. It has to go through this organization called Soft, who decide what is allowed to be like you know what is allowed to come out, and. So what they're doing is they limit the number of licenses they're going to give. And this means that like companies like Tencent have already been hit by this. I mean, Tencent, probably you don't know who they are, but they're like a mass. I mean, they're a massive company. I mean, they own Epic, they own Bluehole and like all of these companies. They're like, they're one of like China's biggest like online, like internet companies. I'm quite aware of who they are. Yeah. And what, the, so how are they determining which ones get released and which don't? Well, sometimes it depends on it's content. It's a deciding factor. <laughs> well, it, it, sometimes it depends on content. I mean, this is why, I mean, you know, like Monster Hunter came out and then it came, it was supposed to come out in China and then it was just, they just said, no, it's not coming out now and it's not happening right now. I mean, for quite a long time, there was like a an, like an official like console ban, even though people could, you could still buy them like, you know, sort of, you know, in the black market kind of thing, but they what didn't. What was the reason for that? Well, again, it's the corrupting youth thing. It's it's all the whole focus in this is on on like corruption. I mean, you've got like um, I mean, the PS4 and Xbox One. I don't know if the PS4 is out now, but the Xbox One was out. But they have like a, their own version of of things. Is kind of the way it works. And uh, yeah, it's so this this organization staff they really they just dis- they determine whatever can can come out you know through this especially if it's coming from foreign companies and even well, that sounds ridiculous well i know but it's like, just... what, what, what's stopping corruption in that like what what's stopping someone just saying well we'll pay you x amount to make sure our one's released because you can't because in this well, case call me that but well, we, we, i mean what i don't get is that 
surely, well, I mean, what's the factor of what a game company? If, if to, it is violence, if it's violence, it's not violence. It's it's not specifically so violence. It well, what it is is like over, especially since Xi Jinping has been in power, they've been focusing on this idea that all media has to promote like what they call core socialist values, and certain <laughs> values that they try and promote are ones which are not compatible always with video games is is the thing and it's the same with tv as well like there'll be certain like for example if you look at like tv shows not so long ago they started getting rid of loads of like things like dating programs and stuff on tv because they said that these programs are like harmful for society you know they're not they're not good for you know sort of promoting like good values and everything in in like people and everything so they just said okay you're not you can't make these anymore the other stuff that's ba- i mean there's a lot of really weird stuff that's banned i mean you're not allowed to release films or like tv shows that involve time travel is is another thing which is like <laughs> it's, what? it's what? that's going to wow. affect it's and it's but it's but like specific time travel like this like there's like you're Doctor not allowed to, well, no, because, specific no 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 because what, you're not allowed to travel between 2018 and 1942 I just love the idea it's like look we can't have people getting ideas about going back in time <laughs> yeah it's, like, it's because there was tons of these that came out there was like loads and loads yeah. of these sort of things that came out but the trouble is is that you see the party in China keeps a really tight control over like over historiography and over what has happened in the past. Yeah. And if you go against that, they call it like historical nihilism. Like they've got this idea that if you start right. to like criticize it, then it can undermine the state and the way that the state is. For the same reason, I mean, you do get Chinese science fiction. It does exist, but it's just mm. not super mainstream. And one of the reasons is because like the party determines what the future is going to be. Like, not people. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. yeah, they're the ones that are going to decide, like, ultimately. I mean, that's not to say that this me- like, media like this doesn't exist, because it totally does. It's just not like a, a mainstream, like... Yeah, the backstreet the back cinemas in China <laughs> is just like Marty McFly roams around the screen, you know what I mean? They're all like, yeah, fucking yeah, go on. Don't kiss your mum, that would be weird. <laughs> so, yeah, is Back to the Future that... That can't be right then, because that well, has well, future. I mean, that, that came out ages ago. But it's like, but what I'm talking about is domestically produced stuff, not not foreign produced. So it's right. like, right. if it's like, you know, if it's like foreign foreign produced, then it's usually some of those some of those things come through, some of them don't. You know, it depends. It sometimes depends on how the censors are feeling and whether they whether it's something that's like politically sensitive or whatever. I mean, I remember when I used to go and see films there. It was really weird because sometimes they would like blur out the sound of countries if it was countries that were like friendly with China or whatever at the time and they would be being portrayed as villains like in a film like there was this there was this one film I saw it was like a, one of those like, uh, like action films and it turned out that like these soldiers were like Russian soldiers and at that time the relationship between China and Russia was improving so in, every time that the guy like went to say like they're Russian soldiers it just went they're soldiers like that and it's just it's just the attention to detail is quite interesting. Like if you start yeah. looking at like how much like what they censor and what they don't censor is. But more recently, it's become a, a bigger thing, and particularly with this idea of promoting core socialist values. And video games are probably considered not not to be doing that. This sounds fucking horrendous. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, it, the the bad thing about this obviously is for outside of China, like for China it's terrible, but then outside of China this story is bad as well because it means that, like, I mean, Tencent has really, like, taken over, like, a lot of companies it's been putting a lot of money into all this, whereas their shares have, like, already been massively hit by this. So it's mm. going to have, that could have a knock-on effect on other, there's other companies like Epic, like, ultimately. It's, um, because the, I mean, the, the, like, the gaming market in China is really now like, heavily focused on, like, mobile and that's where Tencent, like, comes from is, like, from that part of the industry. But, I don't is know. this going to affect um, like mobile gaming? 
Yeah, absolutely. It'll affect mobile gaming because it's it's it. I mean, they're talking about restricting the number of stuff that comes out as well, and also like you know all the things like the gambling and the loot crates and stuff like that. It's um yeah. Well, what I like really like esports heavy games because obviously like you know uh, Asia typically have like tons of teams in various esports teams. You know, like things like Dota and, and League of Legends and stuff. Is this going to affect them? And because that that surely also like bringing wealth into the country, isn't it? With like those teams doing well, and it, it could. I mean, it could definitely affect that because. Especially, I mean, with that, I mean, they often they're using stuff that's already come out. So they'd be looking more at like timers and stuff like that for younger people is would be a problem because the people wouldn't be able to play like as much. And it's, I mean, the trouble with this is it's like, it's easy for the government to target video games with this because, but as everyone's already said, it's not addressing the problem because to re- address the problem of myopia, they, they're going to have to rethink their entire education system and they're not going to do that. So it's much easier to just say, oh, it's video games fault, you know, to, to like blame them for it. It's, um, yeah, but the, yeah, the way, the way the industry works there, well, the way that the media industry works there is, is really interesting. It's, um, but also, yeah, not, not great, you know, when you're trying to get well, hold of stuff. That's some, that's some great research there. Thanks for giving us the full story. I assume you've done that for all the stories on our list today, right? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's just the ones that you, <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Starting to sound a bit dodgy now. I only research the Chinese stories. Go on. What's next? Okay, so Sony, we've had this whole thing before with Sony not allowing cross-platform play because, oh, you know, because like, you know, they wouldn't do it. But they now, like, uh, the chief executive, like, Yoshida, has, like, come out and said the reason why. And he said that Sony go. don't allow for cross-platform play because other consoles are worse. Uh, well, he didn't <laughs> use those words exactly, but he, he said that... He felt that the PlayStation 4 offered the best experience for gamers. Um, therefore, this experience shouldn't be well, you shouldn't be like compromised by connection with other platforms. Is kind I of mean, the this is fucking. This is like you know when they took the PS2 compatibility out away from the PS3 and they said, oh, it's because people are playing all these old games which are worse. So we, we we've improved your experience by removing that option. It's like, yeah, fuck off. We it's don't need bizarre. Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> This, See, uh, this, this this sounds like Sony is run by a fucking five-year-old. <laughs> it's just the most... I read this today and um, I thought, oh, God, there's no way he actually said that. This is all bollocks, you know, like, to fill a headline or whatever. And then I read the story and I was like, oh, no, he actually did. This is <laughs> this is the most insane thing. It's it's one of the most unprofessional, stupid... Like, wh- why would you even say this to the point where... Do you think anyone's going to read that and say, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, they've got the best console. So that's why the others are rubbish, aren't they? Like, it makes zero sense. No one looks through this. No one looks at this and thinks it's a valid reason not to do what everyone wants you to do. It's fucking horse shit. And (laughs) do you know what? You know, I've always... my PlayStation has been my main console for a long time. You know, since the turn of the generation, my PlayStation has been my main console. I really hope next gen they they get absolutely fucking trounced now because <laughs> this shit is just ridiculous. Well, it's it, it's the same. Come isn't out it, before, and say it's, it's a the, business you know. reason we want to do it for. Can you read the full quote? The full quotes on that article you posted is towards the bottom well, because also, it makes me even more angry. He also said we decide based on based on what is the best user experience. Is the other. Like mental what difference does it make? What difference does it make? Someone else is using a different user experience. Can you read that quote at the bottom? It's like two paragraphs. It's quite short. Yeah, hang on. I'm just trying to bring it up. 
Oh, so this is why I hate it when you do this because it's now our computer's all freezing. Sorry, James, up. I thought you'd become a good newsman after the Chinese yeah, story, but it just turns out that you're. To go? I've got the yeah. links ready to go, but I've got selected quotes that I've I've culled from it. I didn't know you were going to want the whole story. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Which which paragraph is this? Is this um... right towards the end? It's like the bottom two paragraphs, I think. They're in quotes. Yeah, I know, but he's, he talk, starts talking about VR and everything here. Right, no, no, fuck that shit. Just, just talk about the story that we're talking about. Okay, okay, so he says, but actually we already opened some games as cross-platform with PC and some I others... Think a, I think it's a paragraph above who wants. Okay, so on cross... <laughs> on, well, okay, so he said the paragraph below, but never mind. On cross-platform, our way of thinking is always that PlayStation is the best place to play. Fortnite, I believe, partnered with PlayStation 4, is the best experience for users. That's our belief, he said. But... You, fine. So people that are playing it on the PlayStation will get the best experience. You yeah. allowing cross-platform play is not going to affect that. Yeah, if it you improves play- the PlayStation player's experience. It doesn't... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, honestly, and I'm not being funny, but you saw how many people kicked off when the Fortnite thing happened. Yeah. Would you then honestly say, as Matt, like, put Matt for an example, Matt's played more Fortnite than all of us, right? He won't play it on the PlayStation 4 because it doesn't allow cross-platform play. Yeah, he no plays chance. it on there so he can play it. He can unlock shit on the Xbox at home, and then when he's out, he can play on his phone or on the Switch. Do you know what I mean? You're not going, like, you're actively making it worse. It is. I mean, it's making my experience worse because, I mean, I don't play Fortnite, but if I was going to, I I would play it on Xbox now in case I wanted to play it on Switch or whatever. Whereas, if I played it on my PlayStation 4, like on the PS4 Pro, then probably, yeah, it would be better. But I'm actively not going to choose that now because it will mess things up. It's, it, I know. it's like they actually think that as a PlayStation user, by playing with someone who's on an Xbox, suddenly the interface on your PS4 is going to change <laughs> and it's going yeah, to like, get exactly, like, yeah. infected by the Xbox. The is, and it's it's gonna... not, you're, not, you're not even playing other consoles. It's just literally like, the the account unlocking the things you yeah. learn on other consoles. So sure, sure that doesn't even change the UX. Yeah. The, the, look, the thing is, no one sees through this bullshit. I would have so much more respect for him if he come out and said, Look, the fact is, we don't want people using Microsoft stores and gaining money um, and then using those items on the PlayStation. We want you to purchase on uh, the, the, you know, the our network, and that way we get our fair share. Fine, okay. The, I don't think that's a very clever um, thing <laughs> to do, but if that's your reasoning, then I get it. Oh, don't also because force feed us there this are like fucking bullshit. PlayStations and your Xboxes out there, so... Well, it, like, yeah, even if they were literally just like, guys, we're on top, where there is no point, like, we have no interest in trying to appease people because we do not have to. At least it's fucking honest. Like, well, I, that's it. <laughs> it's shit, but go, it's... Well, that's the reason we all thought it was anyway. Yeah. No one's sitting there thinking, well, we're not doing it because they're an inferior... It was like the whole fucking EA Access bollocks <clears throat> when they said, we believe, actually, it's all about... Um, what was it they said? It's the user the, experience, wasn't it? And it's, no, it wasn't yeah. the user experience. It yeah. was value for money. That was the phrase they mm-hmm. use. Oh, yeah. EA Access doesn't offer the value for money that our customers are used to. And then try <laughs> to sell us fucking PlayStation Now that was more expensive. <laughs> it's just, honestly, just fucking bullshit, I mean, he could man. have just lied and just said, we're investigating the possibility. Yeah, that's all you've got to he say. Did, <laughs> he did lie. He did lie and tell us that, well, the reason we're not doing this is because this is Yeah, but is less of a, like a dickhead lie. You know, just... <laughs> just <laughs>
Yeah, but I mean, yeah. this is going back to like Sony of old, where you know they're like, you need a second job, you know, like you don't need Rumble. You know, I, I mean, I would love this. God, yeah, I would the love second it job thing. If Fucking hell, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would second love it if job. Sticking animation. Sticking journalists on a tent so they miss half the fucking conference. <laughs> I mean, it just it's getting it's getting. This is why. Look, my PS4 has got way more use than my Xbox One has. Right, probably. I don't know. I haven't really counted it up, but I think that's probably right. Especially with single player games, I play all my single player games on PlayStation. Um, but I, there's part of me that's really bitter about it. From from this sort of shit to the fact that they they still, as far as I'm aware, they still have that policy that they do do not refund things unless they're broken, and mm. that includes if you get hacked. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They will yeah. actively close down your account, losing you all the games that you've bought. You know what I mean? It's it's that sort of shit that you just kind of like, mate. I can't wait for Microsoft or or whoever if Google sort of comes out with some shit. I I can't wait for someone else to take this ball off them because they just treat people like shit sometimes. It, fucking it is annoying because there's just. I mean, the thing is, I'm I'm tied to PlayStation now because there's just so many of the games that I want to play are on it. But I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd be quite happy to play them on another platform if they existed on those other platforms. You know, like if if I could get Yakuza on Xbox, I'd play it on there. You know, it's uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, so, like, sorry, go, go on, Sean. I was going to say, like, what gets me is it feels like every generation, like whoever's on top, just sort of thinks like, well, all right, well, we don't really have to try so hard. We don't have to be nice because we don't have to win people over. And it's like, guys, you can have the better product and not be dickheads. Imagine that. Like you can, yeah. you can do both. They're not mutually exclusive. It's, and I know there'll weird. be people that listen to this that that you know they're, yeah, you know, there's that whole console wars and things like that. And quite clearly, I'm not saying you've bought the wrong console. And quite clearly, I'm not you know saying that the Xbox is better than PlayStation. Xbox have got some shady shit as well. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, I can't. I, I this stuff really does piss me off. You know, it mm. is real stubbornness that that seems to be holding back what we love doing with our spare time. You know what I mean? It's literally holding it back. Um, yeah, and it just yeah, it does mean it's it's a problem, and I, it's not going to be resolved because of a, the stubbornness of a, a fucking gaming company. Yeah. Okay, I mean, there's more Fortnite stuff, um, which I'm, I want to talk about here. Ooh. Which is, I mean, so Epic has criticised Google because. Basically, Google revealed that there was a security flaw in the Android version of Fortnite. And they published this report last Friday, and they said that the app could then be hijacked by other apps that could then, and this is the quote, to instead install a fake APK with any permissions that would normally require user disclosure. So this could mean that apps could be silently download like unapproved software and stuff onto your phone or whatever. So Google reported this to Epic on the 15th of August, and two days later, it was fixed. So they did. They did like fix it. It was okay, but apparently, what happened then was that Epic had asked Google not to reveal the issue for ninety days, because um, usually it would take. They give them seven days, but they wanted ninety days so that users had time <laughs> to patch their devices, presumably because of Android fragmentation. I don't know. So mm. the problem is, is that the app is only updated when the game is launched and not automatically, like in the same. You know, like is it is it the same? I presume it's the same as on iOS, Sean, like with the Play Store. Mm. Is it like they just get updated automatically? Yeah. Yeah, basically, right. whenever the phone's plugged in and on Wi-Fi, it'll just check automatically. I think you can you can change under which circumstances it does it, but yeah, basically, yeah. 
So Tim Sweeney's annoyed about this, like the CEO of Epic, because he's basically saying that this is like Google like playing like a PR strategy to like have a go at them not using the Play Store. And that also it will alert hackers who might try to target like unpatched users as well, is like the other thing. But yeah. Right. I mean Epic's like through the first punch, right? So I sort of <laughs> Like, it is perhaps... I mean, is it shitty of Google to do this, given that they are just warning people? Mm-hmm. Um, is I, that I it? Are they, I, are they, then, is but, yeah, it in but the public interest, doing it, the information yeah. they're giving? Yeah, like, are they doing it because Epic gave them a bloody nose and it's like, well, fuck you then. Like, <laughs> well, it's it's in the public interest to know that, like, you might have software on your phone that's, like, dodgy. Like, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, and obviously it plays perfectly into, like, you know, we, we said as when as soon as this news story came up, it was like, well, yeah, there's a potential security risk. People are going to download the wrong things. As it turns out, it's a bit more insipid than that because you can be using the official launcher, but then that could be used to install other shit that you might not know about. Yeah, yeah. So it is actually a little bit worse than we originally thought. Um, so, yeah, like, I do, yeah, people have a right to know this stuff. But then, I, yeah. But then I see Epic's point. That's like, well, actually, if no one knew about it, we could have sorted it on the hush hush before hackers became aware of it. So I don't know, six one half a dozen of the other, maybe. Um, but I, I feel I can't feel bad about anyone involved. I think I'm not really on anyone's <laughs> nah, side. No, there's just, no bad guy. It really is. Yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just companies fighting with each other, isn't it? It's just the yeah, you know, which, you know let them. Who cares? <laughs> okay. And the other thing that happened last week was that Destiny 2 hit PlayStation Plus, like, by surprise. And it's, like, available now um, in time for the for- uh, Forsaken expansion's out now, isn't it? Is that... Uh, is no, it's tomorrow. Time? Oh, yeah, it's so about time we listen to this. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, I, I, I mean, think about it, feel about this, uh, Sean. You're, you're the biggest Destiny 2 fan amongst well, see, us. See, I so saw what? loads of people giving, like, oh, well, that fucking failed then, didn't it? That, no? If this is just a, quite a smart way of getting people involved right before the expansion comes out. I, yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. Like, I know like a fair few people who are just like, oh, I, you know, I was never that interested, but I'll download it now. And it's like, good, you'll probably have a very good time. Um, yeah, like, no, I agree. Like, obviously, the free version that you are getting is just vanilla Destiny 2 with, like, none of the expansions and stuff, um, which I think is fair enough. One thing that is a bit shit is that I believe... So if, if you've got this free version... You can't just you can't just buy the new expansion. You have to get like one of the you have to get like the Warmind DLC as well or something like that. That's kind of shit. Don't really understand why that's the case. Um, because you know if it was just here's a free game, also the new shit is thirty five pounds. That would be a lot simpler for people to get their heads around. Um, plus, like it's not like the Warmind DLC is particularly great. Um, so yeah, don't really know what the deal is there. Um, I can only assume it's that because the Warmind DLC unlocks Mars as a play. Was it? I think it was Mars as a playable planet, and maybe that's part of the new shit. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no. I, I, otherwise, I thought this was fine. Like, bearing in mind, like when the Taken King came out, which was the the big year two expansion for Destiny One. Like, you could get the original game for like a fiver in CES yeah, anyway. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So, totally. and obviously, and Bungie is seeing nothing from that. So maybe they looked at that and were like, well, actually, shall we just give away the base game and then hopefully get more people involved? I, well, if I, I think... remember correctly as well, they will get a fee for that from Sony because that 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 oh, is how it them. works. Yeah, yeah, and I'm pretty 
pretty sure that's it. They don't just give the game a oh, so you yeah, have to I thought, buy sorry, these titles. You, sorry, yeah, for some reason I thought you meant on like a per download basis. But yeah, yeah, they, no, they'll no. get something. Um, I think I, I gather um, it can be like either purely financial or it can be sort of promotional support for whatever's coming next. Oh, right. Um, yeah, which is interesting. But um, no, I just thought this was quite a, a cool and smart move. I mean, whether or not like, you know, the people who try it out are actually like, oh shit, this is actually great. I mean, obviously they've made a lot of changes to the game as well. So obviously the message is like, look, if you bought it at launch and didn't like it and bounced off it and traded it in, well, you've got it again now. So if you want to try, like now that they've made loads of changes, that's all right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah well, well, I, think, when I first I heard this, I thought, well. wow, this is like a this is the final throw of the dice. But then, mm. yeah, I saw a few tweets and thought, actually, no, it, this does make sense because exactly as you said, I mean, the new DLC mm. is dropping now, mm-hmm. and yeah, and, and the base game is is pretty much like well, not, not worthless is probably the wrong way of saying it because the campaign was excellent. I actually loved mm. the campaign, mm. um, even though obviously like the, the, you know the, the, the amount I played afterwards sort of dwindled, but the campaign was fantastic. I thought it was mm. the best Halo game I played in in years actually. <laughs> Um, so it, 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 even if you're not interested in all that hubbub and whatever Destiny is about, just the campaign alone is fantastic. So I totally recommend anyone listening to this to yeah, for sure. Like that. if if you if you're sort of intrigued by the idea of Destiny, but you don't like the sound of like the sort of high end grindy stuff, which I don't think there was too much of in Destiny too. But either way, like yeah, like Matt says, like just download it and play through the campaign. You'll have a good time. Yeah, and there's also looks, there's also so those people well. that there's also also those people that sold it quite early on. Mm. Um, that yeah, by the sounds of it, the updates have really changed a lot, so it'd be worth checking yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Yes, people like me. I mean, I've I've just downloaded this, and I probably might go back and have a look because. Uh, nice yeah. Well, I mean, you know, what I'm like I've already pre-ordered the DLC, so <laughs> I'll be around if you want <laughs> if you want to play. <laughs> hey, but yeah, actually, I mean, Matt, did you didn't you buy like digitally like the whole like the most expensive one for this? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. the most expensive, but it was up there. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. But no, what's your question, James? No, I'm just wondering whether you're still playing at all or what no, happened no, with that. that. Of course he's not. <laughs> yeah, so I've got the expensive digital version of Destiny 2, uh, mostly because there was a fuck-up with Amazon vouchers at the time, and anyway, I had spare cash. I bought it, and uh, yeah, that, that, actually, that's often the kiss of death. I loved Battlefield 3, and I thought, when Battlefield 4 comes out, I'm going to buy it digitally. I did that, you know, fell off a cliff. Same happened, same thing happened with Destiny 2. So basically, if I buy again digitally, it's, it's, it's a bad, bad sign. But, but what I was going to say about that is that so I've got a game, but every, whenever, you know, say for Destiny 1, when every big DLC come out in, in September, I often felt like it didn't matter if I had Destiny 2 or not, or, or Destiny or not, or basically, because that felt worthless until I had the DLC. Um, and so, so this basically, Destiny 2 giving away now, yes, you get a great campaign that you didn't really get in the first one. Um, so, it, I mean, it makes sense because the DLC is coming, but if I was still playing this now, that Destiny Two, the base, the base game would just be worthless. Like tomorrow, because the DLC is out. Yeah, like if you are, like if yeah, if you're if you've got like a high level character or whatever, then that yeah, there's nothing left for you in the base game. That's, yeah, that's yeah, absolutely absolutely fair. yeah but, but again, yeah. if you if you're listening to this and you haven't played Destiny Two, the campaign is fantastic. I absolutely loved yeah. it. Yeah, so, so get on that if nothing else. It's true. It's true. It is good. Okay, is that for the news? No, there's no, there's more. Wow, <laughs> there's there's a lot of stuff this week. Um, okay, so Peggy, you're going to start doing a rating that will warn you about loot crates. So, games are going to get a new content description icon for physical releases, where there's going to be like a little picture of like a hand with a credit card on it to indicate whether a title has in-app purchases, 
and this is going to have this is going to be on any game that has the option to purchase in-game goods with real money. So it doesn't distinguish between expansions, microtransactions, or loot boxes. It's just anything that requires money. And it's weird because the this in-game purchases, like as a descriptor, has already existed for like download-only games for like a long time, but now they're adding it to physical releases. But the weird thing about this from the story was when I was reading about the. Like how many? Like it says here. Like Peggy said that two out of five parents say their children spend money in game. It's fine. Then it's like eight out of ten of those parents have agreements about spending, and two percent said they didn't monitor their spending. What? Which is I know. Fuck you know. Well, it's supposed to be one percent, isn't it? Well, I know. Well, <laughs> apparently, it's two percent. I mean, they're presumably those people oh, that you see on the front of like you know the Sun or local newspapers, you know, saying <laughs> that like you know my son like racked up this. It's the games company's fault, you know, for doing this. But whatever. <laughs> but then also the other thing is that in Belgium, they've like the Gaming Commission determined that loot crates in particular were like illegal gambling and that you couldn't you couldn't do this in games. So Two K weren't happy about this, and they've now asked Belgian fans to complain about it. As because they've stripped out the ability to purchase card packs like from NBA 2K19, so they're basically saying that gamers need to get on to like the Belgian, you know, uh, what's it called the what was I say before? I've forgotten the, the gaming, gaming commission. commission. That's the one, yeah. yeah. Get onto the gaming commission and like say, you know, say to them, we want loot crates. Like, please give us loot crates. So yeah. It's been some developments. It's weird. Are you going to join like, the protest to down the street in a few few months? Time, it's like, James? okay, we've decided this thing is gambling, which, you know, as everyone knows, is addictive and harmful. And now that we've banned it, a load of teenagers are screaming at us to put it back in. <laughs> like, no, no, that just proves their point. <laughs> that does... Yeah. Fucking, I mean, yeah. I still... Yeah, uh... We've said all we can about loot crates in the in the, the summer drought of 2018. I would we, love to see a massive march for a city though, where everyone's like, "What do we want?" You know, loot <laughs> all the, all the, the ability to lose a lot of money on randomised items. Yeah. <laughs> when do we want it? Now it'll be, it'll be great to see that, but it wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, another two quick quick ones. So, Battlefield Five has been delayed for a month. Um, it was supposed to come out on the 19th of October. Uh, between Black Ops 4 and Red Dead Redemption 2, but now it's coming out on the 20th of November. And according to Eurogamer, where I may have sourced this story from, um, mm-hmm. pre-orders for Battlefield 5 are like way below expectations. And yeah, so, so I, I heard the same story a little while ago, that the, the actual uh, pre-orders have been down. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if that's in line with... Well, I assume that's not in line with the market then, because part of me thinks, surely pre-orders are down anyway, right? Yeah. Like, I mean... Who pre? Why would you pre-order games now that, like, with the increase of digital downloads? Yeah, yeah. I mean, back in the day, right? For those of you that that you know didn't buy games during this time, um, or you weren't alive. Pre-order- yeah, pre-ordering was a genuine thing that you needed to do because because some WSMS games went out of stock <laughs> and Woolworths yeah. only got two copies in. Yeah, <laughs> like the games did go out of stock, and you were just like, right, okay, make sure that you pre-order. So that you're there day one and you're not scrambling around the local like um the local, supermarket trying uh, to local tandy <laughs> to, to trying to trying to gather up a, a copy of the game that that was Rumble a legitimate loads. concern at one point. <laughs> yeah electronics <laughs> boutique but, 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 but um is cool. like, get out <laughs> get out like, that's enough um. Yeah, but like it's, these days, it's especially with you know digital um, downloads taking precedent. It's it, it's kind of not needed. So I I would suspect that's gone down anyway. But for this to be an actual story and it to be reported on, I'm assuming it's lower than sort of the market trend. 
in terms of uh, pre-orders going down. As for the delay, there's a lot of people saying, well, they're trying to avoid Red Dead, aren't they? And I was thinking, if that was the case, they probably would have delayed it. Like, they would have announced the delay a little bit earlier, I thought. Like, they wouldn't have just put yeah. this date out everywhere and then right towards the end gone, oh, no, Red Dead. Like, you knew, you've known when Red Dead's coming out for a while now. Um, yeah, I'm not convinced that that's the doubt, reason. I doubt that they're scared of Black Ops 4, to be honest. I mean, is that something... Because <laughs> I, I don't... Why not? Well, I don't know. Is that still a, a massive thing? Of course it's it fucking is. Loads. It's, I think mm. it's a very different audience now. Mm. Yeah, I mean, every time you read the stories about how poorly Call of Duty did that uh, this year, it's like, it's still oh, millions, they only it? sold 15 yeah. million copies or something stupid like that. And you're just <laughs> like, oh, right, okay, only. Um, which obviously is is lower than they're used to, but it's nowhere near a failure. So, mm. yeah, I'm, I, uh, they've got to be concerned with what, what um, uh, Call of Duty is doing. But again, but I don't think that's the reason. I mean, sorry, James. Well, they've also said, I mean, EA have said that they're going to use the time to continue polishing the game, and but also it's not clear when they're, you know, because, you know, they announced that Battle Royale mode, and that's not, oh, yeah. it's not, it's not clear whether well, that's coming at launch or not, or how long that's going to be. That seems like a plausible um, uh, reason for delaying this game, that maybe they, they're adding this huge new mode in, and it's not quite ready yet. That seems like more of a reason yeah. why they well, would delay thought this game. It's better to have it launched and not have it and wait a month. It's maybe See, it's better I'd to delay it, have a big bang. Definitely having it at launch would be better because, especially because Black Ops Four is going to have it from from the off, isn't it? Yeah. So it'd be it'd look a bit weird if you didn't. You know, if it's mm. like oh, this is coming later. But Battlefield Four that had such a shitty first like two or three months. Like they need to make sure that's nailed down. If that's if that if it fucks up again like Battlefield Four, that's the end of it. Well, this, well there's been games Come there's on. been Battlefield games since. You know, Battlefield um Yeah that's not 1, going anywhere I, that series. No, uh, no what I mean is that I, I think I'm pretty sure Battlefield One was fine at launch. Mm-hmm. I don't remember yeah, there yeah, being yeah, right, yeah, I guess you're, you're probably right. I don't remember hearing much about it. I mean this is gonna be a really interesting like Christmas from like winter with this, isn't it? Because this is the first year really where like you've got Fortnite which is taken all before it and then this is the first year when these games are really like coming up against that like they were out last year it's true but this, this year it really feels like they've hit like the mainstream and all that kind of thing like are people gonna move over back well, over this to, is like, the this crazy stuff? thing about the whole game game as a service stuff you know we, we're seeing it more and more now um and you know it seems to be that people are more interested in sticking with a game for a longer time uh if if the content continues to come the downside to that is that a lot of space there's less space uh for new games or, or yeah newly released games because some people are just happy playing fortnite all the time yeah and, and the thing is like you know epic have, have been like you know basically absolutely killing it in terms of new content in terms of intrigue for a new se- new season with all the stuff they pulled over the last like five seasons of fortnite it's picked up the last two or three like that, that they are keeping it exciting. Every week, there's like a new mystery or some random thing that's happening in Fortnite. So that is keeping people engaged. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I mean it's not really relevant to this story because it's about the delay rather than how successful um, uh, that game's going to be. But uh, I think it's interesting to note. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, last story is that Pez 2019 physical sales are down 42 percent on last year. <sighs> this is mad. This yeah. is yeah. mad. This, is, I mean, it's this only- feels like. We come towards the end. It, it is only physical, so it doesn't count digital as well. But it's that's still quite a lot, and it's. I mean, 
Because they, they lost the rights to the Champions League, didn't they? And like Europa League and everything. So yeah. do you reckon that's it's a got reason? nothing to do with that. No. You reason nothing to do with that, no? No, I don't I, think I it's think got anything to do with that. I think there would be a very, very small element to do that, but it's it's just one of a like, number I don't of think, things. I don't, no, I feel, I feel the, the, that sort of drop in sales is not down to just that. When you buy no, no, Pez, you're not going that. in for it for the licenses. No chance. Um, the, I, the, look, I was reading, I read a review of Pez uh, 2019. Um, I think it was yesterday or it might have been this morning. And I was reading it going, this is the review that I wrote for a Pez four years ago. We know what the problem is with oh, Pez. Sorry, was it Philip Moussin who wrote that review? or? Uh, I don't know. Was it? Sir. It was the Eurogame one. Great, great gag there. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't know who <laughs> Philip oh, Newson is. He, don't worry about it. It's the IGN okay. guy, Dave. <laughs> oh right. Oh gotcha. Yeah, no, that was a really good gag. Fuck. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shows how fickle the internet is. I've not heard his name for ages. Um, no, the, the internet. Okay. Um, yeah. No, it was just. It's like it's such an we've known what the problem is for far too long and they've not addressed it. And I'm pretty sure they know what the problem is because it's their fault to see, you know, the game modes are just not up for scratch, uh, up to scratch. The stuff that happens off the pitch is just not up to scratch. And, you know, I I saw even John Denton, who is Pez's biggest fan was going, I'm just not going to buy it this year because I'll buy it. I'll play it for a few months and there's nothing to keep me coming back. Like it plays an incredible game of football. We all know that. But it 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 just it's so far behind what not just football games are at this point, but any game is at this point. Like the, the menu systems are shit. The the online code is crap. It 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 fails in so many areas that that I'm not surprised to see it dip. And I genuinely think there'll be another Pez next year. I do. I'm I'm pretty confident there'll be another Pez next year. It's the year after or this when we finally move over to a new generation that's when it will be dead because they can't keep putting these games out and, and not addressing the fundamental flaws of the game. It's just, it's gone on for way too long now. And there's always been part of me that's thinking there's going to be a new Pez and it's going to resolve all this shit. And then the next year's one comes out and the reviews are exactly the same. It's a dream to play. It's beautiful when you're playing with your mates or whatever, take it online. It's shit. The game modes are shit. It, you know, but you see, it's, it's got a nothing shame to do with the licenses. It's it's unlikely though that it's going to improve because like Konami don't care about games, do they anymore? Like really, <laughs> and I doubt they're going to put like a whole ton of money that it, they probably need to really update it and make it like better. Do they know? need to though? Do they? Is is it an insane amount of money they need to put these these modes together? Well, I don't know. It's it's modes and it's like the presentation and all that because you know it, it does need it, all of that stuff. It's needed yeah, work. Yeah, but that, for that's never going to change. Time. I mean, Pez has been the same since it was ISS back in the PS One days, and like, I mean, I, and it played amazing then. It was the best football game, but it never had the graphics, never had the licenses. It doesn't have them now, but it, but because FIFA's improved so much over recent years, and obviously so online focused with new modes and FIFA. Well, no, compared team to stuff. FIFA, the game modes and all that sort of stuff, it was fine. Like it was comparable. Now it's just not. Oh, yeah, well, um, yeah, yeah. It, it was back in those days, but it never had the graphics or licenses. But yeah, now FIFA's just pulled, you know pushed on so much more, and Pez hasn't. And even the amazing gameplay, yeah, you know, the actual feel of playing football on the pitch, that, that isn't isn't. It's just not enough these days. It's they just so put, sad, though. They need to put in a bid for Alex Hunter, you know, get him transferred, you know, over to Pez. Um, I, <laughs> Greg Gag. I, um, I, don't, I don't know. I, 
we'll be saying the same next year. It's 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 pointless, and it'll always have those people that can overlook the uh, the differences between FIFA and PES. You know, in terms of as you say, presentation and game modes. Um, it's a shame though because it it needs to keep existing because it it's is a not shame. Good. But, but the thing it's is, it's not good it if shame. it's only FIFA. It was a shame years ago. Now it's just frustrating as fuck. Now you're just like there are games on lower budgets that come out with a basic menu system that works. This doesn't have that. Like, at least get to the point where I'm turning on the console and it takes me to a decent menu that I can choose what I want to do rather than it coming up. Oh, check in network. Like, and all that sort of <laughs> shit. Here, here's what you've downloaded while you've been away and then individually taking me through each football that's been put in the game. It's, it's horseshit. It's, and it's been like that for ages. Now, hands up, I haven't played PES 2019. That stuff may be gone. Reading the reviews I did, it hasn't. So it's like, yeah, I can't. It's gone from now saying it's a shame to they fucking deserve this at the moment because they're not addressing the problems that are repeatedly being spouted about every time a new PES yeah, comes again, out. We don't know if it's because they haven't. It's because of like lack of resources or whatever, or just because they're not getting anything from Konami. Well, whatever the reason, you know. it's still a problem, and it has mm. been for years. They're still asking for full price for it when it comes out. Do you know what I mean? And you're not fixing the problems that we've been complaining about for years. It's, it gets to the point where I just give up and just go, well, well I'm not going to buy it then. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, dis- it's depressing, really. And I'd, to be honest, it would anger me more had I not got into Rocket League so much, which has completely replaced my love for football games anyway. Um, so, you know, fuck it right now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, it came at number two in the charts. It did manage to beat GTA Five. Which just put that. I mean, that that's that's number three. Number three GTA Five. Number four Crash Trilogy. Obviously, Is that yeah, when it, did those numbers come out? Uh, well, this report was this week, so this was okay. last week's that, chart. That Shenmue was uh, number two. Uh, it must have been a week before. Oh, right, okay, gotcha. Yeah, okay, Shenmue wasn't even there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the the, the, the top the basically it's like Peasant Two, GTA Five, old, old game, Crash Trilogy, and it's like Yakuza Kiwami at five, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, an old game, and they said PUBG is at number seven. But yeah, it's just crazy. GTA Five, dry summer. Still that. Dry summer. Okay, that's it. That's all the news. Cool. Fuck. Should we get on to what we've been playing this week? I don't know. Yeah. Should we call it a night? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we've had a few interruptions during uh, podcasting, and it's uh, it's taken the, taken the wind out of ourselves a bit. Right. <laughs> uh, Sean, uh, what oh, you got shit. for us? Uh, right, okay. Um, right, don't shout. I've been playing Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. That's all right. I'll well, be quick. Sure I'll, I'll be quick. Uh, so this is about it for a while. So you're all good. Yeah, yeah. So this is the one that's come out on the Switch, which is a, uh, a jazzed up version of the one that came out on the 3DS last year, and. It's interesting because obviously the series has sort of come to a bit of a crossroads because Monster Hunter World came out at the start of this year. It's very double good. Double crossroads. We're gonna. Oh, was that not a pun? Continue, please. Yeah, it's called um, double cross in the in the in Japan. No, yeah. it's yeah, it's double cross in Japan. Here, it's Generations Ultimate. Something. Matt's knocking it out of the park, but no one's getting it. It's, no, it's like, this must be show. me off guard every you. time, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. oh fuck. Um, <laughs> so yeah, sorry, so, Matt. Prophetic. So, Monster Hunter World sort of did like streamline things a bit um, and simplify things a little bit, but maybe that was something the series needed, as evidenced by the fact that it shifted 10 million. Um, 
so you know yeah yeah that certain things were missing from the game but basically everyone sort of agreed that that that's fine like it, it proved to be a really good way to get people into the whole monster hunter thing um so yeah when this when they announced this was coming to the switch it was a bit like yeah but is anyone gonna give a shit because the, <laughs> surely this is gonna just seem a bit clunky and and shit in comparison um i can't really assess that honestly because i was already happy with what monster hunter was before monster hunter world i'm really enjoying it um and like but like i can just click back into the mindset of how things used to work and all the extra stuff you used to have to do before world came along and like i say sort of streamline things a bit so i i'm really enjoying it what i can definitely say is that like it's a lot funnier than world was like it reminded me that like monster Hunter used to be quite funny like there's shit loads of like text that you have to skip through so you actually end up missing a lot of the jokes because sometimes you do get a bit fed up but yeah there's some like genuinely decent humor there. there's a lot of charm in it and fucking hell the colors like it's so bright and vivid and <laughs> and it just reminded me that like when that first trailer for uh, monster Hunter world was shown everyone was a bit like why is it all like dark and desaturated and weird but you just sort of got used to it um but now going back to one of the you know it's a new release but an older game it is like fuck this is so bright and nice <laughs> um so that's that it's been cool like it is as a like a long time series fan it does just feel like swings and roundabouts like it, it's gained as much as it's lost except it's gained like millions of new players with with monster monster on the world like the generations ultimate is not going to do those numbers um but I do wonder if Capcom are seeing this as like a bit of a litmus test because they, obviously they've now got to decide like what the series does next because if this is a series that does have a future on you know the Switch and the PS4 and the Xbox and PC, do they try and marry that all up and do they come up with something that's like halfway between Worlds and Generations or do they carry on just like, no, they're two separate strands completely? Um I, but yeah, it, I don't it know. wasn't like a bit. It wasn't loads of, loads of big things about world. Is that it is loads of quality of life improvements, loads yeah. of streamlining things. Yeah. Like if they were to put those into this, would would this well, not exactly. just be world, like it, or does this do different things on top of the quality of life improvements? It's yeah. Like I don't or see separate, why you. Sorry, from that. I don't see why you couldn't put those quality of life improvements into like an a quote unquote old style Monster Hunter game, like. The stuff that World did that, like, a Switch definitely couldn't is it had, like, a sort of persistent online thing, like, so, you, you know, it had, like, daily login bonuses, and every time you, you loaded the game up, it would put you, like, in a, a lobby with other people. Like, it's then up to you, like, who you actually play with, if anyone. You can just play solo, but, like, with the, like, this new one on the Switch and, the, you know, the older Monster Hunter games, it was like, you know, you load the game up and you're in single player until you, like, explicitly choose to go into a multiplayer lobby. So it was a bit more old-fashioned in that sense um but like none of that is like what made world as good as it was like the, i could still sort of take all like i don't need a daily login bonus from monster hunter game like i don't that's just not really necessary so I th- yeah i don't know it's just gonna be really interesting to see what they do next um i wonder if they're gonna like continue with it being two strands because i think the old style ones are going to be cheap to make and this like japan still loves them and they do like all right in the west um but then i think most of the money is going to go into like monster Hunter world 2 um 
I would like it if they just combined them and like the Switch version just sort of looked a bit worse. Like I'd be quite happy with that because it is really nice being able to play it on the go and on the toilet and everything. Um, plus, like because Generations Ultimate doesn't have this persistent online stuff, you can pause it when you're playing on your own, which is just not an option in World. And it means like, which is like you know, with having a baby, that is the main reason that I've not put as much time into World as I would have liked to. Whereas, like over the coming months we'll see like how much time I, I put into generations i guess so yeah it's good um i don't uh, know yeah, as, a you fan, as a fan yeah. would you accept it if they said okay no we're just going full-on world now i wouldn't blame them because yeah just because of how well world has done um but would you mm, be able to live with that yeah yeah because it's it, like it's been really nice like just seeing loads of people getting into monster hunter as, as a result like because you know it has been an awkward series for a long time like for everything that's good about it you do have to like you know it took me like three different monster hunter games to like get my head around it which is partly like partly because they did improve over time at introducing you to them but partly because like you just had to bounce off several of them before it like started to make sense which is ridiculous like that you know that is appalling whereas so many people world was their first monster hunter game and they loved it so obviously they've done something right um, but it would be great to have a Monster Hunter game on Switch. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, that wasn't the, awkward. The, that takes a lot of the things yeah. that people who played World enjoyed so much. The exactly, and, and that's that, not. Yeah, like, and that is not impossible by any means. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, fascinated to see where they go next. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Donut County. Um, this what, is what is this? Because yeah, I, I saw screens and I was like, I don't this. even know what type of game this is. Well, yeah. interestingly enough, um, this is a game that was inspired by a Peter Molyneux tweet. Who? <laughs> Sorry, just to remind you, that's the man that everyone was saying they'll never listen to the show again if he's on. <laughs> <laughs> it's that yeah. guy from the he, he inspired this game. Man. Yeah, or vice versa. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah. So he, has he inspired a... this critically acclaimed game. He did. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so the, for those who don't know, the Peter Molyneux Twitter account is a Peter Molyneux parody. And he just, I mean, it, it, it was, was it always just weird game ideas or did he, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, um, the, the history of it is it started off, I can't remember what he called himself. I think it was just called himself Capone Adam. Right. And he used to do features for Joypod where he would come up with these ridiculous game ideas. Um, and, and they would just, uh, think, you right, know, yeah. They were half baked, and they were they were based on nothing. Um, and the joke was that by the end of him describing what the game was, he'd lost all passion about <laughs> the initial idea. Um, and then, and then, obviously, when Peter Molyneux was sort of becoming known as this guy that would just constantly lie about games and suggest ga- like he would say what happens if you're not opening doors in games but you are the door you know is that sort <laughs> of he went for a phase of just coming out with all this weird shit and then Capone set up a parody account of him which later became more followed than his actual official account <laughs> Pete Molyneux's real account uh, yeah it was class sorry uh, yeah so uh- I think it was like years ago. He, yeah, he just tweeted like, "Oh yeah, a game where you are a hole in the ground and you move the hole around and swallow things," and that is what this game is. Um, it is quite charming. There's been a lot of comparisons to uh, Katamari Damacy, and I sort of get it because it is just like 
Yeah, so you you literally you have this hole in the ground which you move around and things fall in it. The more things that fall in it, hole gets bigger. You can and then bigger things can fall in it. Um, and there's like a there's like an encyclopedia where you can look up all the things you've you've swallowed with the hole. And there's like funny little descriptions for them and stuff. And yeah, there's like a you know the the graphics are really nice. It's really cute, sort of low polygon style. Um, and it's fine. I'm not loving it yet. Um, it's like it sort of sells itself as a puzzle game, and yet so many levels there will there'll be like a slight quirk, but not like calling them puzzles seems like a real stretch. Like, I mean, I've put about an hour into it, and I don't think it's a long game. And it just I don't know for me, it just hasn't done a huge amount. So, like, one example is that you know you'd be doing a level where there's like. There's like a barbecue and there's a bird stood on it and he's like picking up the coals and chucking them onto the floor. And then one of the coals falls in your hole and then that makes fire blast out of the hole, which you then use to burn some trees and get the fruit off them. And you're just like, well, it's not, it's not a puzzle, is it? That's just like... <laughs> I just oh, did something. Yeah, so I did that. <laughs> and then, yeah, they're just these like sort of funny little interactions. There's like, there's a level with all rabbits and every two rabbits you get in the hole they shag in the hole and and create more rabbits and it's <laughs> so it's fine but it's not taxing in any way like every level is just move the hole around what can i fit in the hole oh i can fit these small things in oh i've added, i've eaten enough small things now now i can put something bigger in it oh i've finished the level <laughs> i feel like i'm missing something because people seem to be loving this but i yeah i've heard good things yeah but then i've also heard that it's more um nobby nobby boy than than uh, Katamari Damacy. See, that would be fine, but the levels are so short. Like, you, like literally some of them you can be done in, like, a minute. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, is that it? Right, okay. Just, <laughs> that does sound bizarre. Yeah. Um, and like I say, it, it's beautifully presented. The soundtrack's wicked. Um, and like I say, and it's kind of funny. I just, I, like, it's from what I've played so far, it's barely a video game. Um, like I mean, you know, I've bought it on the PS4. It's on iOS as well, and like as a phone game, so it's just you know, it's like a more of a toy than a, a game. That's probably really cool, but um, to have spent a tenner on it to play on the PS4, nah, don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll persevere, um, but yeah, <laughs> it doesn't sound like you will. To be honest, uh, maybe not. I don't <laughs> seem really disappointed for <laughs> this. You're um, trying to be fair, but you just can't be. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those. Where it's like I assume I, I must be missing something so far because, yeah, like uh, everyone seems to be raving about it. Oh, so, do you know I what this know. reminds me of? That mm. Onion Hotel game that you were banging on about. That's good, man. Because yeah, I know. I know you <laughs> say that, right? Yeah. But when I played that, I was like, I'm just tapping the screen tapping and onions. I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah. enjoying these cutscenes. So what <laughs> am I doing this for? It was, and then you were like, No, the cutscenes are great, and I'm like. Right, I'm definitely just not getting it then, because I don't, I don't understand. No, it's what's going on. It's, a, it's a fucking weird game. Um, it is. Yeah, uh, last one. Um, Into the breach. So this was like surprise announced at. Uh, there was another Nintendo Direct this week, wasn't there? We just did like. Yeah, you didn't, you yeah didn't they just did another. Yeah, uh, they just did oh, another yeah, shitload of indie was, games. Yeah, I thought it was, it was really it disappointing. Great. It wasn't great, was it? It was. Uh, you know, Did you think it was disappointing as well, James? Yeah, I thought it wasn't that interesting. It, I didn't know if I was just in a bad mood or not because I watched it and I was like, "There's nothing here that that looks interesting to me." Powerful. Yeah. 
Yeah, and yeah, I, and I mean, obviously, obviously it's old as fuck, but like, yeah, four-player Towerfall with with Joy Cons, brilliant. Yeah, but I've played four-player Towerfall with Dual Shocks. Like, it's, it's <laughs> uh, it, you know, okay, it's good that that game, a game that good, is coming out for a system like that. Mm. But you couldn't play Towerfall on that that fucking screen. That's You'd true. have to play on TV. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's a game that I've played hundreds of hours of. So it and okay, it's not it's not something that I'm. See, it's about. one of those that I've never like. I've had like one four-player session on it, but I had to go to like an actual event for that to happen. Do you know what I mean? Well, no, because I mean, when we get together, Towerfall's always on at some yeah. point. Like yeah. when me and my mates get together, that that yeah. goes on at yeah. some point during the night. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that we've all got it on our PS4 because it was on PS Plus and yeah, true, um, and all that sort of stuff. So if we've got it and yeah. we're going to be playing it on the TV anyway. We're going to be using dual shocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, point. Yeah, um, but yeah. So they announced that Into the Breach was out now. So this has been on PC for a bit, um, and it is a turn-based strategy game with mechs in it. So it ticks a lot of boxes for me. Um, it's fucking hard though. <laughs> so the 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 hook of it is um, that basically, like, so you have the ability to time travel, but like it's really limited. So the game starts with you like your main character being like, right, we fucked it again. Let's go back. Um, so like Earth's been invaded. Like Earth's like mostly been flooded, and there's like a couple of islands left, and now it's been invaded by these like giant insects. Um, and yeah, and it's like it's sort of a roguelike, so it's sort of randomly generated every time you play. And um, yeah, so every time you fuck up and get a game over, it's basically like your main pilot is just like, right, we fucked it. Let's go back and try again. Um, and it's like. So it's like on a it's on like a grid and yeah like you know and I say it's turn based so enemies move then you move the trick is that every turn like you are told what the enemies are going to do so there'll be all these insects and it's like right he's going to attack this building he's like he's moved here and now he's going to attack this unit and da-da. and then it's all about you countering what the enemies are doing you would think that being told exactly what the enemies are going to do would make it easy because surely you just move everyone out of the way and everything's fine um but it's not it's really difficult like you so you're trying to protect all these buildings because they like each building generates power for you and basically if you lose too many buildings you can't power your mechs anymore and you get game over and that's like a cumulative thing between levels so if you lose like five buildings on your your first level you can only lose another two on the next one and like you can recover them a bit by fulfilling certain objectives but again it's quite difficult um and like most attacks like move units around so if an enemy's next to a building and they're going to attack the building and you want to protect the building you've got to make sure that your attack doesn't push them into the building because that will damage the building as well um but similarly you can you know you can have situations where it's like right i want to save this building or this unit or whatever and i can do an attack like if i drop an artillery shell next to him it's not going to damage him but it's going to move him out of the way and it's going to you know resolve the situation and it's yeah and it's just like that just gets really fucking complex when you've got you've got three units of your own and then like you know can be like fucking half a dozen enemies all all moving around and it's just trying to manage that that movement and how your attacks can move stuff around but then like so you've got to be careful that like oh well if i punch this enemy with this mech like it'll do two damage to him but then it'll push him over onto this square where then he's in the you know he can then shoot a building or whatever and it's so much to take in like you can spend like 10 minutes just doing one turn on it 
because you're just like, right, well, hang on, no fucking hell. If he moves here, then this will do this, and then that can do that. And it is so complicated. Do you think that's something that's going to improve or, or it will like decrease as you know more about the game? So you're instantly about to say, okay, I can see building there, two mechs there. I know that this is probably what's going to happen. I think, or- yeah, like you do get better at reading it and understanding how to deal with situations. Like it's really easy at, at first just to think you know what you're doing and then land yourself in really shitty situations. And I'm already sort of getting out of that. Um, however, I have like decided i should really just play on easy mode like it defaults to normal and it says like oh you know this is you know the usual sort of this is the intended experience and um should you know should be interesting for newcomers and veterans alike and you sort of think yeah i don't know if i believe that um and you sort of you knock it down to easy and it's like oh yeah so it halves like the enemy spawn rate um but you you know your score at the end is cut in half and at the time think oh well, i don't want i don't want a lower score that'd be shit and then Later on, you sort of think, I, I, I don't give a shit what score <laughs> I get. I don't give the it's fuck about the score. Like, oh no, yeah, I'm going to get on the leaderboards. Like, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I've started playing on easy, and I am enjoying it a lot more. Like, I, I assume I might get to a point where I'll step it up to normal again at some point. But like, it's so no, far, you won't. If you well, don't do it at the start, mate, like it's. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You, you, it will suddenly seem even harder when you turn it up later yeah, on. Maybe, like I've. So yeah, so the game's split up into like four islands and now that I've switched to easy, I've completed the first island, but like but like starting the second one it's already quite you know, like it's challenging again. So yeah, maybe I'm just gonna stick on easy for the rest of it, who cares? Um Yeah, it's a fucking smart game. Um really hard, but I'm I'm yeah, enjoying the fuck out of it. Yeah, I know it just came out in like February, didn't it? I know it got yeah. like rave reviews at a time. And it looked great, but yeah. But it was PC I, I only, I so... wait for a Switch version, but... Yeah, um, yeah, it was one of these ones where I don't think they announced that a Switch version was coming, but everyone was just like, oh, come no. on, it's perfect, do it. Um, so they did. Like, visually, it's quite drab, functional at best, I think. <laughs> like, the, the, like, the units, like, barely... Like, whenever they move around, there's, like, literally no animation. They just sort of slide around on the board. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> But I mean, yeah, it's not. That's not why you play a game like this, I suppose. Um, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't know why you would play a game like this. <laughs> ten minutes for one move. I. I, I yeah. don't know where you get the patience from. To be honest with you, it's because for that ten minutes, like you're constantly mulling stuff over. Like you're not just like it's an active ten minutes. You know. Yeah, but so, I don't think I've got the mental capabilities to mull things over. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> is there is there any similarity here to like Advance Wars like come in style at all? Uh, or is it not really, really different. No, other than it literally being a turn based strategy no, game. Not um, interested then. I think you'll enjoy it though. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> um yeah, it's not like you know, yeah, because Advance Wars has this sort of paper scissors stone relationship between all a lot of the units whereas the, like this is very much like it's all about positioning and it's all about how like this one unit will punch an enemy and it will do two damage but it'll knock it back but this one is a cannon and it can fire like in a straight line um but it does less damage and then this one is an artillery unit so it can only attack like you know more than one square away and whatever the the shell lands on takes damage and everything around it gets pushed away and it's all about managing that movement and how those moves are, like push stuff around basically James, so, yeah, are you excited for Wargroove because that's like a it's like an Advanced Wars type game are you excited for that at all yeah you see I've tried a couple of these sorts of things before because I remember talking about one like a long time ago when we first started which was mm-hmm. like 
they tried to do a similar thing, but it was like on iOS and stuff. But it's never quite the same. It it, it never really is. And I just yeah. it's annoying because it's it's that series that is never going to come back, is it? It's, <laughs> it's gone now because they only care about Fire Emblem games because they make money. Yeah, and it's it's just a bit annoying because there was they were special games. They were great. But yeah, See, but, what but, but, but this was Wargroove looks like it's exactly it's exactly another Advance Wars in the, exactly the same sort of style. Is it made by intelligent systems? No, no, no. but it's it's, an, it's the best mm. you're going to get. It the, like. <laughs> you mm. see, because I, I played Wargroove, uh, I think it was it Res last it year, was or Res, this year, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just found like there were so many unit types in it. Mm. Um, that's that's also, an, I mean, that was one of the things. Well, not the unit types, but remember with with Advanced Wars, as they they went on, they started to really overcomplicate it. Yeah, like, and with it all those, was like, worse. With all yeah. The, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it made it much worse, and yeah. it was like, yeah, it, it was never as good as the pure, mm. you know, just what you had. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in comparison, yeah, into the breach is very elegant in that sense, in that there's very little complication to it. Like I say, it's just all about like the positioning and and movement and stuff. So yeah, I, I am really enjoying it. It is fucking hard though, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's me. Nice one, cool. Uh, Matt, let's go to you next. Yeah, it's, I haven't played much this week, um, but I, I, I'm carrying on with The Witcher 3. Um, obviously I saw I, you on that the other night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, played I was for, like, oh, two, Matt's, two or three Matt's on The Witcher 3. Yeah. Um, I, I've, got, I've got past the, the Griffin mission. Was that one you said I had I mean, to do yeah, that you've one? You've done the tutorial. Yep. Yeah, I've done the tutorial, yeah. Uh, and uh, and I've gone to like, the, the next city after that. And uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I mean, it, there, there's a lot to get your head around. There's like, it feels like there's a lot of uh, systems, and even like the menus aren't aren't. I'm not finding tu- really really intuitive, but um, it obviously looks great. It makes my Xbox so loud; it is ridiculous. I wish I know. I know last week we said the Xbox is really quiet, and it is generally really really quiet and silent mostly. But yeah, this was so loud. Even with headphones on, I could still hear it. Um, is it Xbox One av- uh, enhanced? One X, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's four K on 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 the One X. But I, right. I, I, I maybe maybe I misread this, but I, I swear I read someone was people saying a lot of the games that were like the old one games that have been up upscaled. Those are the ones that make your machine the loudest. Uh, and it's certainly the case uh, with Witcher Three. It's it's loud as fuck. Oh. Uh, but yeah, this no, is I'm, worrying I'm, me because I, I I nearly bought uh, an X the other day, and um, the main reason I want to buy one is so that it's not uh, I can just play a machine that's not that loud uh but now you're telling me it is you said it was even louder than your ps4 <laughs> yeah it, it, it was it was ridiculously loud uh but, it, but it, it allows us being with the witcher 3 apart from that it's been it's been fine um so <laughs> i don't know i don't know what to say to you but anyway the witch 3 uh-huh. is is great fun um I, it's it's all surprising in many ways i haven't played more of these sorts of games when I, mean, I loved um I I I I really enjoy Game of Thrones, the TV show. I like Lord of the Rings back in the day. So you think I like these like huge sprawling RPGs, and even like something like the Banner Saga, which is obviously it's much smaller and a totally different style of game. Mm. That also has these 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 huge like stories uh, with multiple different characters. And so The Witcher Three should be right on my street. And actually, I'm surprised I haven't played it up to now. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm re- not. It's it's longer than three hours long, Matt. That seems <laughs> hey, to be I, your I, I attention. I've finished those games recently. Most of them are short, admittedly. Yeah, and most of them you spent ages. Compl- like it took ages to do that, but and yeah. um, regardless, uh, I'm really enjoying okay. it. There, there was one funny bit. Uh, so, uh, did you play the bit, Dave, or, or any of you? I guess um, where after after the Griffin, after you leave like White Orchard, whatever it is, you go to like the next city, and then you meet this king who who needs you to find this. 
that it finds its finest woman. Uh, this, is blood, this is the bloody Baron quest. Oh, is it? No, yeah, I don't think so. No, he's talking about the actual king. He wants you to find Siri, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, so he, oh, right. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he wants you to find Siri, but there's a bit basically before then where, like, like um, goes into this, his room. He, he's like, he's forced to have a shave because beards yeah. are dirty or whatever. And then this oh, guy gotcha, asks you loads of questions. And I was like, here, I mean, I've, I've, I, I found this on on the side generally, but basically, those are questions about like, okay, did did you did did, did you kill this person, or what happened here, or what happened there? And I was like, am I supposed to know this? And then I, <laughs> I gradually realised that I'm basically building. I'm, be, I guess I'm like making decisions that happened in the previous games. Yeah, thanks. So. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I sort of wish they sort of taken, yeah, broken a fourth wall and said, look, this is what you're going to do at this point. Because I was like, what am I supposed to be answering? <laughs> if the guy, if the guy turns <laughs> no, no, around, no, no, listen, listen, like, listen, witch, I, listen <laughs> mate, not in the game, we're going to go in there, I'll level and with the you. king's going <laughs> to ask you all sorts of questions. But because we can't find a save file, you just answer what you want, and that'll be what's happened. All right, okay, let's go. Then the big doors open. Up. No, because I some Matt. Yeah, I was <laughs> no, uh, something popping up. Say, so, by the way, you know, you, you haven't played the second one, but yeah, I was just like, I mean, I don't know who this Triss character is. Should I have killed her or saved her? Like, who is she? Anyway, I answered those, but I thought that was a bit confusing. But anyway, I, I, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm carrying on. I mean, I, I'm not, I, I'm not hundreds of hours into this game, but I'm. I'm did you bow? Did I what? So, uh, you, I did bow. That... Yes, yes. So I did. did I? And he mugs you off. He, yeah. Did he say something like? He basically said, "I can't believe a man like you would do that." To me. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh fuck off, mate. Being fucking <laughs> yeah, polite. Yeah. <laughs> in my head, I'm thinking, look, I don't want to bow, but at the end of the day, I need his help, so I'm gonna just just show my respect for now, and then we'll see what happens later in the game. He's like, "What are you fucking boffing? What are you doing?" I mean, I, 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 I I basically bowed because Yennefer said you need to talk to this person and stuff. Or you know, she, she obviously knows what she's doing. But um, anyway, uh, I'm enjoying. She it knew so what far. she was doing on that <laughs> unicorn that? or whatever it was, didn't she? What? Uh, that was Yennefer, wasn't it? Possibly. Don't you have sex on a unicorn? Spoiler. Yeah, I'm. What? I'm, I'm, Why I haven't played this game? Yet. I'm, I'm sure he's already done that. No, no man, that's, no like, that's like a good way into the game. That. <laughs> what is? Oh, the, what the the sex on the unicorns yeah, yeah. way into the game. Yeah. All right, okay, fair enough. Sorry, mate. For fuck. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely, definitely going to continue playing the game now. Um, yeah, Matt and James is pre-ordering it in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just looking at it on Amazon to see how much it was, but it's. Uh, yeah. I might just Google sex on a unicorn. It's good as a regular search term, anyway. So. Surprise <laughs> hasn't come up. Anyway, yeah, uh, it, it looks great. I mean, it's, it's obviously I've got up to 4K and, and believe me, my machine's loud enough to, to prove that fact. Um, I'm going to carry on. The, the, there's obviously shitloads to do, but I'm actually quite I'm quite excited to see where this world takes me. And having not played an RPG of this type for a long time, I guess I'm not sure if I've ever played a game like this, really. Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. And obviously, it's Cyberpunk's like years away, so I can I can do a lot of the odd mission here and there, and maybe I'll get it done before Cyberpunk comes out in 2022. <laughs> Um, apart from that, um, I've also I resubbed to Game Pass because there's like a two pound a month deal which I got, and um, I downloaded, I re-downloaded the Master Chief Collection, 
Now, the Master Chief Collection, uh, I'm sure Dave will agree, this was basically one of the biggest gaming disappointments of all time for me. Oh, God, yeah, it was <laughs> like, shocking. I, I love the Halo games. Um, well, the Halo 5 wasn't great, but anyway. Uh, apart from yeah, I love the Halo games. And, like, wow, there's a Halo, there's a Master Chief Collection. It's all, it's all you know, every game's there, all the multiplayer modes there. And like, we were so excited. And that was another game I bought digitally. So there's, there's, there's definitely, definitely a theme here, a pattern here. Uh, I bought that and it was a total mess of months and, and we managed to get a refund. But now, in fact, this week they dropped the patch uh, to to fix a lot of the issues or all the issues. And I re-downloaded it. It's 75 gig to download <laughs> download the entire thing. I remember it was massive when it first came out as well, yeah. yeah. Like the file but size yeah, was just and, insane. And, um, so I, I played a bit of Halo 4 because Halo 4 is like the one Halo game I don't have many memories of because I played it co-op with you, and, with, uh, you James, and, and you, Dave. And every Halo game I played prior to that, I've played like the the campaign on my own. So I've watched the cutscenes, I've tried to understand the story. But I remember, I remember most of that time, it's just us three laughing and chatting, and it was <laughs> I didn't really pay any attention to the story at all. Um, so I'm playing with Halo Four, but I, I mean, graphically it looks fantastic. The whole game's been up res to 4K, um, and so I guess you can say, well, it's 4K, so it's bound to be good. But it's just it's the quality of the art and the detail. The, the obviously we wouldn't have seen when it originally came out um or, although obviously it looked good at the time but now it's been up res to 4k it just looks stunning um yeah, I, yeah. I remember thinking how is this game running on a 360 uh it looks stunning yeah but now yeah the detail is just insane um and yeah i mean the, the, the one thing i will say in the master chief collection is there's just so much there that you is almost you almost sport by choice, and also now you can play every game. You can play any mission in, every, in any game in whatever order you want. And so rather than just okay, I'm going to play Halo Four and and just start from the beginning. You can start at any mission. You can even start at various checkpoints within each mission. So if there's a particular bit you like, you can just go straight to that bit essentially. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've only got some Game Pass, and and I, I, I may I may not keep my sub for next month, but. Yeah, it's it's great to go back to it. And I really want to play some Halo Two multiplayer and maybe some Halo One multiplayer. Um, did you get the the uh, deal, James or Dave? Did you bother no, that two pound thing? I didn't no, I didn't. That. I oh, didn't. Okay, no. Yeah, I've got too much for, to play at the moment. So, well, yeah, 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 it is insane. Uh, but I've rolled up for. Try, I want really want to try some Halo multiplayer because because uh, I just want I want I want to see it working now. And actually, well, you know, we've got a whole like, crew that's playing that game. Yeah, at I, know, the moment. I know, I know. Yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely going to do that. All over that, um, and that, that's about it, really. Cool, yeah. All right, well, um, I'll get mine done. Um, I have been so insanely addicted to Rocket League again, it's unbelievable. But, um, there is something new to talk about. They dropped their latest um update for it. Uh, this was last week, I think. And they're quite it's quite interesting the way they do it. They don't really do it with a song and dance, well, certainly not, uh, to me anyway. It's it, it kind of just uh, up the, you'll, you'll go to log in it says it needs an update it doesn't take long to update but then there's these little changes and you don't quite understand them last night I mean what they've done Matt if this doesn't get you back into Rocket League I don't know, I know what, I mean, I, I, this was announced like two weeks ago and I, I, I do know some of, some of the changes yeah so such a simple change but what you do is you can set up clubs you can set up football clubs now basically um so you pick a name you pick a abbreviated name um you pick team colors and then whenever you're in a party with someone you can send them an invite to your club and they can accept it so all my mates we're now in the genuine chaps is what we're called um and the idea is when you're playing ranked mode 
if you're playing another team that's full of people from the same club, it drops the whole blues versus orange thing and you play in your club colours. And it Amazing. makes such a it makes such a big difference for some reason. Because it's so simple and it's not, you know, it's cosmetic and it's not really changing the way you're playing the game but it just has a completely different feeling to it um and then you know when you win it comes up winners genuine chaps rather than just you know blue team or whatever it 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 really does make make you feel like you're in a team and you start to buckle down and take it a little bit more seriously especially when you see a group of other people with all you know their little um tags before their names and you know you're playing a proper team so everyone's playing together that's the other thing as well you could play a team in that game and not know if the other team were talking on Xbox Live or not if they were if they were just you know playing with randoms like I do from time to time or you they were actually in a in a club and um, it also seems to keep track of weekly wins for your club and stuff like that there's a whole new XP system which I don't quite understand yet um, but you get XP points for um, playing in certain ways um, and of course I think it's Thursday they're um, they're opening up their first sort of battle pass they've taken what Fortnite's doing and they're applying it to um, uh, to Rocket League. So the idea is is that it's introducing eighteen new unlockable items, um, which you play by, which you can get by just playing the game. Um, uh, so it's got nothing to. It seems to be moving away from the, the loot crate uh, model, um, and it's introducing this stuff. Uh, but if you pay, I think it's seven pound, you then have the chance to win thirty eight items rather than just like the original eighteen. So twenty more. I think there's some other perks as well. Um, but one of the things that it's not doing, it's not doing challenges, which, I mean, how you implement that into something like Rocket League, it, it, you know, if there was a challenge, try and get three aerial hits in a game, it just completely ruined the game because mm. you'll be going into games and people just be flying around, not caring about scoring goals or winning the game, but just focusing on their personal challenges. It wouldn't work in this game. Um, but they said they're looking into ways to do that. Um, ways they can um, uh, sort of implement that into this. But I'm very, very excited because I was never one for buying keys to open loot crates. I was never interested in that uh, because, you know, I want to kind of know what I'm getting, which is stupid really because I'm definitely buying this pass and I don't know what I'll be getting out of it. But it just, you know, it seems like a better way of doing it. Like can, I have actually got a chance to get can, something. Can you, time. like, is, is there a way to earn enough? points in game to purchase the pass or do you have to buy i don't know i don't i'm not too sure yet they they do say that one of the unlockables with the premium pass is keys and you do unlock the premium pass with 10 keys so it'd be interesting to see how many keys it kicks out at me um, because if i had so so the patch is obviously out now but the 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 battle pass whatever it's called that's next week it goes it goes live next week but last night we played 15 to 20 games in a row with our team and it was just that simple change made you so much more invested in the games that we were playing. It, it got really, really good. Um, and I'd be interested. So, you know, this is a cross-platform game between Xbox One and Switch. Um, I'd be interested to see if you, you're going to be able to log in to both so I can play on my Xbox, but then continue with the same unlockables on my Switch. Mm. I don't think that's the case, but I haven't properly looked into it mm. yet. But um, I, I, that would obviously you would have there'd be like a there would need to be like a Rocket League, Rocket League account, I presume. Yeah, 
Yeah, but I, I mean, that's that's not flashed up on my screen yet. That's case, I'm going to have to stop playing on PlayStation. <laughs> You've got to play it, Matt. Oh, please, oh, yeah, no, you yeah, I'm, I'm well, I'm well up for it, yeah. I mean, I, I saw you playing club, a couple of nights brilliant. ago, and I was playing Witcher, but I, I, I mean, now I know there's patches out, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm well up for that. I mean, it's yeah, a great game, anyway. Definitely get when are you going to teach me how to play, David? Anytime you want, mate. I'm literally on it every night. Like, <laughs> when I'm not doing my Shenmue streams or recording a podcast, I'm on Rocket League. Like, uh, but it's it's taken over my life again. And I'm worried that this this um, Battle Pass thing or whatever, the Rocket League Pass, is just dropping at the right time for me to just take advantage of my obsession. Because, yeah, I could see myself going nuts on it. Absolutely nuts. Get on it, James. We'll play. It's good. Yep. It's very good. Uh, right. Okay. So I've been playing that and uh, I've also been playing Shenmue. Been continuing my adventure of Shenmue. Uh, I think I only did one stream since we last recorded, um, but it was a two hour stream. Um, I'm still really enjoying it, man. And th- that game is now starting to try and be a game which is appreciated yeah. because it started to get a bit like, okay, just following this carrot at the end of the stick was getting a little bit frustrating um and I, it, you know it does that thing we've mentioned it a few times on the podcast where you start thinking of a game outside of playing it and it's having that effect on me where i'm kind of thinking right i've done a huge bit of the puzzle stuff so uh i mean it can't be maybe this is a spoiler i don't know but i've just found the other mirror right that i didn't oh, yeah. even know existed and all all day at work today, I was thinking, brilliant, I'm ready to push on. But at the same time, I think the next stream, I'm just going to walk about a lot and mm-hmm. talk to people again, because I'm assuming I've hit another one of those checkpoints that we were talking about last week where, you know, interactions with people progress. Mm. So um, I can, you know, get some new chit chat out of people and see some new stuff. Uh, so I think next time I'm just going to do spend a day wandering about uh, just chatting to people and maybe training. I've barely done any training, so I want to do some of that. But but that's a that's a massive sign that I'm actually enjoying myself because when I'm sitting there at my desk at work and just thinking, "Chamo, I can't get wait to get back on that." And next time I get back on it, I'm going to do this, this, and this. That's always a sign that I'm enjoying a game. Uh, so yeah, I can't wait to get back on it. It had a really shitty stealth section, which yeah, I mean, uh, caught me. I have been told, yeah, I did, which I've been told is the only one in both of the games. So I'm quite happy that I never have to do that again. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, for all its faults and flaws and ridiculousness, I mean, there was, I remember that interaction I wanted to talk to you about on the phone, James. I went up, there was people working in a warehouse and I went up to speak to someone and they've, you know, this game is loaded with people that are saying, I'm too busy, I can't talk, and, you know, fobbing you off. But this one, like, a warehouse worker said, I'm sorry, I'm not able to be free yet. And I was kind of like, <laughs> what, are you a slave? What is this? <laughs> like, this is... But, you know, it's that stuff. Now, all right, you can slag it off and say it's poorly written, but me laughing at that stuff is totally driving me through this as well. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's making me, like, although it's a fault, you know, technically it's bad writing, poor voice acting. It's doing enough to keep me happy while I'm playing it. You know, that's the entertaining side of this game. Mm. Um, yeah. And I, there was a moment where, uh, I went into an antique shop and in there was a man that knew my dad and as badly worded as that conversation was between you and your dad's mate, it was really quite touching. And by the end of it, I was like, 
that was a nice moment. Shit, maybe this is having some sort of effect on me. Uh, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And the improvements people have said about Shenmue 2 has made me really look forward to to um, uh, to trying that out. Uh, but yeah, yeah come and join me. Come and join me and watch me play because it's it's I've it's always been fun. Every stream I've done so far has been like a lot of fun. So yeah, come join me. Yeah, two is definitely a lot more sort of streamlined in many ways as well. I think you'll prefer that. It's uh, yeah, they yeah take probably away will a as a the... game, but I'm not I'm not um, disappointed with what I'm playing at the moment. Is what I'm saying. You got to uh, see if you can find the duck racing as well in, <laughs> in Shenmue Two. That sounds That's good. A... That yeah. sounds very, very good. <laughs> sounds right on this street. I couldn't find that hippy hop tape though, Matt. Oh what? I don't know where that is. Everyone's that's, saying that's it... down. Isn't that down in the docks? You can buy that. No, because I've checked both stores, um, okay. and neither yeah, of them are selling it. It's worth seeking it out. Is I that will the funky rhythm it. one? Yeah, it's like yeah, hey, yeah, yeah it's one. got it's a slamming beat. You got to find yeah. it. It's not as good. Nothing could be as good as the tomato uh, <laughs> convenience store. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> weird. I love it. Yeah, I'm well into Shenmue at the moment. This is weird. It's weird. Cool. Uh, yeah. Fuck his son's a dick. Right, okay, yeah, let's do it. Uh, James? Uh, I've, I've got two things. I've played... I finally... Okay, I bought Dead Cells. And <laughs> I, I was not going to buy this because I just thought I've just come off Hollow Knight and I don't think nah, I can do another see, game I know similar. why you weren't going to buy this. Because when you right. were going, every time you were going off on one on Twitter about Hollow Knight, someone would say, you should play Dead Cells, it's really good. And you'd <laughs> always, you always come back with something a bit sn- snarky. Like, I think it was with Andy as well. It's like, Andy was like, Dead Cells is so good. And yeah. someone went, oh yeah, it was between this or Hollow Knight. And think about it. And you were like, well, Hollow Knight's good too. And then they went, yeah, no, I'm sort of struggling to pick. Well, Hollow Knight's cheaper. <laughs> it's like, yeah, all right, James, chill out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a feeling that you're not going to like this in print on principle. No, I do like it. It's excellent. It's wow. a very it's no it's a very very good game and I am enjoying it. But it's not like Hollow Knight at all. There's 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 very little that's similar. I think. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone was directly comparing them. It was just. They just happen to come out similar time. Well, not similar times. Yeah, but, you two know, indie was, uh, games that are both getting highly praised at the same time. People were, I think the attitude was, well, I've only really got time and money for one in- indie game, which is, sounds stupid, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, they are, both, yeah, that, they are both Metroidvanias as well. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, there are similar. Sure no, really, right, go on then. Uh, <laughs> I mean... The thing, I mean, the thing is with this is there are see, there's things that this does a lot better than Hollow Knight, and there's things that it does worse. I feel, and the thing that it, I mean, okay, the stuff that it does really well is it the combat is brilliant, like mm-hmm. it's so good, like to you know to like to play, but the exploration side of stuff, I don't feel there is much there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have it obviously it's supposed to be like one of these like roguelike kind of things where you know it's like randomly generated each time, but it's not really because they often have the same. Like not the same sort of patterns, but there's always going to be the same sort of things, obviously, so that you can progress, you yeah. know, like in you know through the sections. So I don't feel the desire really to explore beyond getting just like power ups to to fight, rather than with Hollow Knight. I always felt like I was exploring because I wanted to explore and I wanted to see if there was anything interesting or cool. With this, it doesn't feel like that. It's just like yeah. I'm just doing it just to get through it, you know, so mm-hmm. I can get on to the next bit of combat. So and it's it's weird because there's 
I mean, the main purpose is to get upgrades that then the the ones that sort of persist between deaths because yeah. it's not like with um with Hollow Knight where you know you can get your cells back because you can't they're gone once they're once you're dead they're gone so the whole point is is to try and collect as many as possible and then you trade them in and you get upgrades that will continue like, after you've died but even though you do this it's still a lottery each time you play what weapons you're going to get and part of that's really good because you can have really good runs and then sometimes you'll just get terrible weapons and it's not so fun but the one thing I would say about that is that even when you get like a bad weapon set, usually by the time you've got quite a few like levels in, you can usually turn it around. Like you usually can find other stuff and it it makes up for it. But mm. it's just the initial, uh, the you know, the first level when you get something rubbish, you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to go through this with this stuff. It's rubbish. It's like kind of terrible. But it's, I mean, it's tough. I mean, I've only just beaten the first like proper boss that was on like the Black, uh, the Black Bridge that took me quite a while to get through and it has the thing that is really good about it that it doesn't have that Hollow Knight doesn't have is it's got that just one more try thing because each run through so far is only lasting me about 10 to 15 minutes mm-hmm. um, before you before you die and there's this there's a massive instinct to just think okay I want to try again now and just just do the same thing like again because the combat is really fun and it's it's just yeah it's just so good that is but I just feel that overall like the world and everything that it's like you know, it's it's just far less interesting than Hollow Knight's world. Like yeah. it really is, but it is it's. It, but it definitely feels more sort of like inter- in like sort of instantly engaging uh, compared with Hollow Knight. I mean, remember when we started Hollow Knight, and it's like you're you're waiting about three or four hours before you really sort of like start to get into it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this, it's like instant. Like you you get into it, and it's yeah, the combat is just really good. It's mm. it's the same thing where you're like. Yeah, certain upgrades work better with other ones together, and you can like sort of build up like a rhythm based on what weapons you're choosing. Because you have you have like a primary weapon, then you have like a secondary, but then also stuff that you can throw. Like you can have like like grenades or like auto guns that you can like drop down, and you can find it like upgraded versions of those as you like go through the levels. But there's always this sort of like there's this tension when you start the game between are you going to rush through to try and get into other areas which are time because some areas are like time limited Mm -hmm. like you can only get there if you get there within two minutes or whatever then you can like get through here and maybe there's some good like stuff that you can pick up or you can just think okay i'm just going to take i'm going to take it slow and i'm going to try and like rinse the entire level and just try and find all the upgrades and stuff i can find and it's like there's always this trade-off and that is that's pretty fun as well Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's but it's tough, and it's one of those games. I'm not sure. Like Hollow Knight, I always felt like I really wanted to see everything I could see in that. With this, I don't have that feeling really. I'm just I'm enjoying the combat, but I'm I'm going to stick with this for as long as I enjoy the combat. And once it starts to get boring, I can't see a reason why I'd really want to stick around like for much longer. James, have you <laughs> ever got into a roguelike before? No, not really. There, it's not really something I've really been drawn to. I don't well, know. No, because I mean, you've always spoken about uh, exploration and that being a big part of the games that you love. And, yeah. And it feels like the exploration in roguelikes doesn't really have that similar... Because I struggle yeah. with roguelikes as well for some reason. I tried to get into... Um, uh, what was that? Spelunky. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, I I, I mean... Um, what was that? What was that? But Tumble Sleep was okay, but there's still a lot that you're kind of like, I much prefer a well-designed 
game rather than a clever roguelike mechanic if you know yeah yeah that that's exactly it because it's like i like to feel that i've like learned somewhere you know there's somewhere that you can you become familiar with like different locations yeah yeah totally yeah and it's like but you can't do that with this sort of game really and so you know like sometimes when i was playing when i've been playing other games that are like metroidvania games like this sometimes when you're not playing the game you think about you know, like, oh, think about the map, think about, oh, I can try going there later, or I haven't tried, whatever. You can't really do that with this kind of game, because each run is different, obviously, and although there's going to be the same sort of core points on it, they're arranged differently, so you can't really think, oh, I might explore that next time, because it, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So, I don't know, I just, I, for the the explorer in me is not, finds them less engaging, really. Mm. But for yeah, combat, no, it's great. the same. I feel the same yeah. when I play these games and uh, you know people will say but then no you're still exploring you're still surely it's better because there's more to explore and stuff but yeah you f- you kind of feel that you're missing that whole I'm learning a place mm. um yeah I'm learning this new world and more just okay yeah like cuz I like- I couldn't get on with Rogue Legacy did you ever play that no, because that was a very similar deal. It. So that was like a sort of Castlevania esque thing, but it was yeah, it was a roguelike. So every time you um, played, it, it was a different castle, and yeah, that that's exactly how I felt about that. It was like you'd have a really good run, and it's like okay, I know what I'm doing now, and then you start another run. And it's like oh no, I don't fucking know a thing because everything's different again. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, I just constantly felt wrong footed by that. With this, it's like, you know, you enter each level and you're just thinking, okay, where is the like the trigger point for the next area? It's like, right. you know, where is it being generated this time? And it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't like that so much. But that's just my, my problem. But as I said, combat-wise, though, it's it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, just very exhilarating uh, to play. Yeah. They announced Spelunky 2 this week, didn't they? They did. Yeah, I didn't play the first looks, one. Looks a lot like the first one. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not a... I'm not a massive Spelunky fan, so I'm probably just not looking for the right things, but like visually looks very similar. <laughs> that's I mean, that's the other thing with this, because I don't see I don't feel this looks that nice either. Yeah. Like compared with like Hollow Knight, I think. Oh, every every so video I've seen, I thought it looks really good. Well yeah, it's just I don't know, it's the pixel style or that kind of thing. I didn't Yeah, think and I mean that that was amazing. disappointing, but for me it was more the animations and the Yeah the there reaction is, there looks is insane. A, there is a lot of good stuff with that actually. Like, there's a lot of like good reaction stuff as well that like your character does. Like, you know, it, you know, like the way it moves and everything, and like it finds like this massive pile of dead bodies. It's like, oh, these all look like me, and it's like, oh, because <laughs> they are you, you know, it's this kind of thing. And it's like, there's lots of good stuff like that, which is which is pretty good. I mean, I, it's weird because I've been playing this. And I've been thinking about you, Matt, actually, because you were oh, saying about no, about like nice. starting like something like Hollow Knight or whatever like that. But I I'd probably recommend this to you over Hollow Knight, actually. Yeah, well, why is I that? Think I, I think you'd enjoy this more um, because it's much more immediate and it's. I, I feel it's less of <laughs> like a, a thing. It always sounds like a thing. It'll more appeal to your feeble mind. Yeah, you stupid yeah. idiot. <laughs> to, your, to, your, to your need to like, you know, for instant gratification. And, you know, you can like play this quite, you know, quickly and all that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Only James can make a, a, a game recommendation sound like a fucking insult. <laughs> Thank you, I think. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it's I think, like, I, both on the list, definitely. But I think you'd enjoy this. It's um, it's good. It's uh, it's a good With game. My tiny mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, uh, is that it? Yeah. So, no, the only other game I've been playing, which I'm not going to talk about extensively, is because I've been playing Yakuza Kiwami 2. No. And, well, that's the thing, because I'm probably getting into it now, and 
It's the usual mix of the like interesting story stuff, wacky side missions, etc. It's the only thing that I'm less keen on is that it's the combat system's the same as in Kiwami. They, I preferred the system they used in Zero. I thought that was better, but it's I know I'm, I'm still loving it, obviously because it's Yakuza and I know it's just more of the same, and which is great for someone like me. But you know, don't buy it though. Is all I can say, really. Because uh, no, probably won't. Yeah. Is it slow? Yeah. No, I wouldn't say so. But then that's just again, you know, that's. Are you getting on with Yakuza, Sean? You know fine well I haven't been back to it yet, Dave. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Every week I'll ask because. Do you know that's the thing? I was it. literally like Sunday night. I'd, I had like a bit of free time. I was like, I can either put an hour into Donut County or I can play Yakuza. And I thought, no, I want to do Donut County because it's new. And I, was, I thought, I am going to get shit from Dave though for not playing yeah, Yakuza. You, you, you've, I've played Donut County because. Yakuza is a bit <laughs> shit, isn't it? I know, I know, I know. I'm not supposed to think that, but oh, it's a little bit, isn't it? <laughs> not, not rising to it. <laughs> I am going to go back. It's just because I know it's a big time investment and time, short on time at the moment. So just yeah, sort of indie things it's like are twenty taking... hours, Sean. You could do it in twenty is hours. It okay? I, know, I just... thought it was like yeah. a proper. But it doesn't sort get of... good after <laughs> like eight hours. Apparently, <laughs> if you if you focus if you focus just on the main story, you can do it in about. 20, Literally, okay, didn't 20, do 25. that. Yeah. I did the bad mission. It was crap. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. We good. Yep. That's good. It. Right. Let's get on to emails and tweets and thing. Right, uh, fuck. Are we going to filter these down a bit, or should we just? Let's, I'll just yeah, see how we let's go. Filter them. Filter them. Well, I mean, yeah, see how we so, go. I mean, I mean I've already filtered them over. to an extent, but I was just <laughs> still end up with quite a few. Filter them more. We've uh, right. had to cut out so much from this recording that we might even make it onto Dash Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Come on, short. Last one. Last one. No, I'm going to. Skip that one because we bait. Is there a guy asking about whether we should get an Xbox One X or not? And we've, so, I know we've sort of already, uh, yeah, Dave's already been through that. This is bitter this week. This is a bitter, bitter subject. This uh, week. It's uh, David Trapmore says this is a question to everyone, but particularly Sean as a newish dad. Do you find that you no longer have the energy to or drive to play new games and instead just play something mentally less taxing and familiar? I recently picked up Divinity Original Sin 2 on the PS4 after the rave, uh, rave reviews when it released for the PC last year and the positive buzz around the console version. But after receiving it and putting in my PS4, I cannot sum up the energy to start it, uh, knowing how long, complicated and involved it's going to be as a 100-plus hour RPG. My enthusiasm and drive to play it after reading so many great reviews has disappeared, and instead I'm eagerly awaiting Hyperlight Drifter coming out on the Switch, a game I've already completed three times on two different platforms. I've lost count of the amount of times I've done this over the last few years, either returning the game or just leaving it on the shelf to play later, which never happens. Regards, David Trapmore. Um, yeah, I get that to an extent. Like, I do wonder if this is like you know the whole Destiny Two thing. Me enjoying it as much as I do is that sort of like it's like putting on an old pair of trainers thing. Um, there's a there's a weird comfort to it. Um, I don't remind always... you of the good times. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Like I don't always need something new, and yeah, like I have been a nightmare for just buying games and just not giving them like the proper time that they deserve. So yeah, I guess that is kind of thing. Any of you guys been through this? Does it get better, or am I alone? No, it gets worse. Okay, I mean, cool. I I I did not have that at all <clears throat> uh, when Harry was born. So, I mean, especially at that age, it it was totally fine because the only thing that I did have was that I was very self-conscious of the fact that 
I could be gaming and at any time that could just stop because the yep. baby's crying yeah, and yeah. that's incredibly frustrating for people that you're playing with mm. because especially when you're playing two player two on two co-op FIFA mm. and you're just like okay you're just gonna have to play two people on your own while my character just stands there <laughs> like yeah it's a bit of a ball ache but um no what I found Sean is that playing um, more violent games mm. and stuff like that, anything with killing in it, really, yeah. it it becomes something you do right at the end of the day as yeah. opposed to, you know, like, so if Joe wanted a bath or something in the evening before Harry came along or when he was a really young baby and wasn't actually watching the screen, mm. I would stick a violent game on because it'd be fine. Yeah. But these days you just can't do that until yeah. he's definitely a bed. And, and uh, yeah, so like the huge long RPGs, I just know that my time is for those sort of games is so limited now mm. that it I'd struggle to really make a dent in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, whereas now, like I can just, the reason why I've been hammering, one of the reasons why I've been hammering Rocket League is that Harry loves watching it. Yeah. Like he doesn't like, playing it because he can't really do it but he just loves watching me play it and cheering on the match and talking about the match and stuff um so it's opened up a hell of a lot of game time on that mm. um and that's why i've put so much time into mario odyssey and, and mario kart 8 so that side of things yeah you'll be fine but when it comes to the games he's describing yeah that that just gets limited and limited and it, yeah it's a bit of a pain in the ass like james how what's your thought on playing games like that when the kids are about are you just like flat out no or are you a little I bit don't more yeah I, I just wait until they've gone to bed and yeah. i play i mean mostly the only stuff that i play when they're like up is just switch stuff that's like yeah. fine you know because it's um yeah i just don't i don't switch the ps4 on because then like actually wants to start playing it as well and it's just it's just like hassle so i just i just play switch but i mean one of the things that has changed for me like after i had kids with this has been you know i've said before like i always felt like i had to like get as much out of a game as possible and just like 100% stuff mm. and all that kind of thing. I've given up on that with a lot <laughs> of games now. Now I just now I just feel just like mainlining the game that's if I'm enjoying it that's fine. I don't need to mm. find everything in this game ever with the exception of like, you know, like Mario Odyssey I I really because I just wanted to do that because it was an amazing game. But other stuff now I just don't think I just don't think um oh, there's no way I'm going to I haven't got the time to do that anymore. I just want to get what I can out of this. Um, Did you properly you know, 100% Mario Odyssey then? I got like nine hundred ninety nine like power moons and all yeah, that kind of stuff. It, I, really. I did have all the. Um, I did it just before you did. I remember because we you? had a, we had a discussion about it. Yeah, and um, yeah. I mean, the only. I mean, also. I mean, I had all the costumes as well, but not anymore because they just keep releasing those every. Yeah, like, but every they're so of weeks, easy to get, like. It's so easy to build up coins now in that game yeah. with balloon world. Hey, you do just, it through the balloon world, yeah. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. You you get so many. Um. That it's yeah. That's not an issue anymore. So. But I do get, I mean, the other thing, I don't, so I still play like a lot of games, obviously, but often at the moment, I just, especially when my wife was away and I just had the kids on my own, I didn't play as much because in the evening I was just like, I just want to watch something. I just, I just mm. can't be bothered to like pick up a controller tonight. It's just, you know, like, See, I can't I never, bother tonight. I've never had the that. I've, I, like when Joe's going to bed, I, the PlayStation or the Xbox is definitely going on. That's the, yeah. I've never had the feeling that I'd rather just watch something. Yeah, I don't know. When I had the two kids just on my own, I just I just felt so tired. Yeah, I just, I that's what yeah, I wanted yeah, to do. It was, uh, it was horrible. But yeah. All right. Back to school tomorrow. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with Nail and Pie. 
says, hello, I'm getting married in less than two weeks and I'm as nervous about it as I am excited. Any advice? I've, I've, I've met this, uh, I've met with now Empire and his, um, and his better half. And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, you, you, you'll be fine. You seem very, very happy every time I meet you. Um, but, but as for the wedding itself, just enjoy it. Like, yeah. cause it is such a, you know, it's genuinely one of the best days of my life that it was so good. And you could so easily get caught up in the drama around the wedding, like in terms of, you know, uh, this person not liking this person or all this sort of stuff mm. or things going wrong on the day, which things inevitably go wrong because there's so many chances for little bits and pieces to go wrong. But if you just let that roll, that shit roll off your back and just say, look, you can't really change things now. If things go wrong, they go wrong. As long as she turns up and you have a you have a good time, <laughs> then that's that's what it's all about. It's so good. I mean, especially after all the shit you go through leading up to it. You know, the the stress, the organising, the money, all of that stuff. The least you can do is just go in with the mindset of just not worrying about anything and just enjoying the day. Then you'll you'll have a banger. Yeah, it's like. It is easy to worry about things going wrong, but like, just remember that assuming, you know, you've got your invitations right, you are literally surrounded by people who love and support you and want you to have a good day. Like, if something goes wrong, no one's just going to sit around being like, oh, well, I guess that went wrong. Like, people will chip in and they will help. And you can, like, if you've got all your mates around you, like my wedding, so we had an outdoor ceremony about 10 minutes before it was due to start, realised all the chairs were covered in fucking flies. Yep. Don't, don't know why. So I was just like, right, lads, who wants to help me clear some flies off the fucking chairs? And there must um, have been about five or six of us just like fucking like brushing all the fucking seats off in our suits. I can't say but, that when you asked us to do that, I was going, you know what? He's a good friend. I just want him to have a good day. I'm going, this is fucking disgraceful. <laughs> But the point is, you did it, and I had a good day. So. Exactly. And I'm glad you did. I'm glad you uh, did. My, I mean, my other tip is, like, just get the speeches out of the way before the food, because I would not have been able to enjoy my dinner if it, if I knew I had to do a speech after it, because I hate doing, like, I hate public speaking. Um, so, yeah, that, that worked out well for me. But, also, easiest crowd in the world, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone I just mean, wants to laugh at you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone's basically laughing just because they're having such a nice day anyway. And yeah, so yeah, because yeah, they're fucking hammered, Matt. Let's get and to the that, point. Everyone's pissed up, especially <laughs> um, by that point. Especially if it's after the meal. Yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was drunk doing my wedding speech because we were literally doing Jaeger bombs before we walked into the wedding <laughs> breakfast. Just outside, the, the bloke gave us like a couple of Jaeger bombs, and we, there's a bit in the video, right, of our wedding. You can see us walking into the like the place where everyone's sitting down to eat, and us just walking off in the wrong direction to where we were supposed to be sitting because we were pissed. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's great. You love yeah. it. Yeah, it'd be fucking amazing. Um, so yeah, they were the emails. If you want to send us one, uh, it's thecomputergameshow at gmail dot com. On the other hand, if you want to send us a tweet at Computer Game Pod, do that. Um, a theme. Well, can we just go back to that email again? Which one? How sorry? long did he say he goes till he gets married? Uh, less than two weeks, he says. Oh, less than two weeks. So he will be at EGX for our live show then. That's good. Thank fuck. Because I, I thought he said three weeks, and I was like, if he's getting married the day of our live <laughs> show, the then... advice is we schedule the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, a theme. 
says, late on Friday, I wiped out all the work I'd done that week and have spent this morning trying to repair the damage. What's the worst mistake you've made at work? Oh, my God. I don't even think I'm legally allowed (laughs) to say. So I have made some mistakes that are so bad that I've nearly thrown up on my keyboard. The last one I made about three months ago, I was so... I, I've never felt so bad in all my life. Like, honestly, I, I nearly just honestly nearly threw up on my keyboard. And then I walked in and I was shaking as I was talking to my boss about it. Yeah, <laughs> that was not a good moment. Not a good, still ongoing. The, the, the waves are still going from that one. Um, I genuinely thought he was just going to go, well, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it all worked. Well, sort of all worked out in the end. I uh, one time oh, go on. no go on sure oh sorry uh, the restaurant I used to work in uh, got broken into once and they made off with a shitload of money um, the, the mistake was that you. it was me that broke <laughs> it, it was that I robbed it the yeah. mistake was I didn't uh, destroy all the CCTV cameras <laughs> and uh... um, so yeah basically so the next day I, I sort of heard about all this and then I went on Facebook and like, I was really pissed off because we just had a really fucking like manic weekend taken a shitload of money and obviously someone knew this and basically because like the safe was in such a weird part of the building like it was clearly an inside job um so i being clever took to facebook and was like ah fucking hell been robbed at work and i actually said like it's clearly a fucking inside job oh so I'm, no i'm well pissed off yeah the uh police uh wanted a chat <laughs> Oh really? You didn't were, tell me this. Yeah, well, they were just like, "Why the fuck are you posting?" Didn't say why the fuck. So why are you posting that on Facebook? Like, that's really not helpful at all because um, you're basically giving away details of an investigation. Um, but yeah, but it was like it was a combination of that and like managers at work like not really understanding how social media works because they were like uh, one of the boss's kids worked with us. And they're like, oh, she's in Tenerife, and even she saw it. It's like, no, it doesn't spread, like, physically, like, geographically. Like, she saw it because she is my friend on Facebook. It's not like everyone in Tenerife knows about it. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. all chatting about they're, it. They're all like, it's like, wasn't it? Definitely inside job, yeah. And yeah. then Sean's yeah. sitting there with a, a fake moustache on and one of those hats <laughs> going, oh, no, senor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, inside job. Okay, I was good at accent. <laughs> so yeah that was uh that was bad but yeah fucking up at work is the worst feeling not only not that think. right I, the I, longer I, that you're at a job and the more experienced yeah. you are yeah like the the mistakes that you make early on in your career you look back on and go jesus christ why was i so worried that's nothing compared to what yeah. i'm doing now <laughs> Like yeah, it's like, you know, like a worker, like I've misplaced, like fucking like minutes from meetings, right? We have to get them signed by the, the chair of the board or whatever. And and like I've mi- like I've lost a couple of those in the past and I used to shit myself about it. And now it's like, no, I'll just ask him to sign another copy. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, it's not, not I, a problem. Very early on in my current job, um, I sent a load of drawings out and uh, they went to build it on site and they said, David, uh, I'm standing... Like, we've marked out where you want these walls. There's a fucking massive column in the middle of a corridor. And what happened is I forgot to add the column drawing to that particular plan. So, And then when I did, there was columns everywhere that were just sitting in, like, corridors and shit. I lost sleep over that, right? I now look back at that and think, my word, 
that is not even a mistake. Who cares? You just like <laughs> that is not a problem. The stuff that I'm doing now is a problem. So I'm hoping yeah. in ten years' time I can look back at what I done this year and just go, <laughs> "That was funny." <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Anyone else? Uh, I've got nothing I'd rather say on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Yeah. <laughs> James, Cowards. James accidentally um, lied about Chinese history. Yeah, yeah there's nothing. <laughs> And there was a giant enemy crab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Sean Thomas says, at what age do you need to start getting up in the middle of the night for a piss asking for a friend? It hasn't happened yet, and I'm 35. You're kidding? What? No, of course not. I was like 30, it started for me. Jesus. Well, 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 I why don't you go for a piss f- before you go to bed? No, because we, oh, yeah, 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 we do, do that. Obviously. Yeah. But, but I'll tell you this. I went for a massive phase of it. I mean, probably two years thinking this is the rest of my life. I'm never going to sleep through <laughs> now. Um, but it went away. I think it was due to health issues because I, you know. It is. It's totally that. Because I, I was starting to do that. And then I lost a little bit of weight. And it's not happening yeah, so much Yeah, that's now. what's happened yeah, to me. So Since I started maybe, losing yeah. weight, I don't get up in the middle of the night to go for a piss anymore. Uh, okay. That's interesting. Because, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> um, but no, because I find, so like when I go to bed, like I, I feel absolutely fine. But as soon as I put my head down, like I feel like my blood pressure in my head. You ever get that? No. No, no, no just me. Um, yeah, I looked it up and it was like, oh, you probably dehydrated. And lo and behold, yeah, if I just like drink like a glass or two of water before bed, that feeling totally goes away. But then I will be up like two or three times in the night. So, but I figured needing a piss is probably less of an issue than having high blood pressure. So, yeah, true. Yeah, um, yeah. I see, but no, yeah, it's totally gone away now, and it's great because I, I mean, I did it the other night. I had to get up in the middle of the night go for a piss, but I did have about eight bottles of beer before I went to bed. So <laughs> it was, you know, you understand that one. But yeah, uh, yeah god damn, it used to be just every night having to waddle over <laughs> to the toilet <laughs> and go for a slash. Because I used to like, I used to get the thing of like, I'd wake up like an hour before I wanted to get up needing a piss. And then you have that thing of like, ah, do I just get up or do I wait? Um, and then, yeah, but then that sort of started that That's sort the of thing, coming sooner and sooner. And then it was like, right, no, I just need to get up because it's only like three in the morning. <laughs> It's when you're lying there and it gets into your head and you're like, I kind of need to go, but I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, it's yeah. like, it, you just have to do it because it's, it's never going to go away, that no, feeling. No. Have you ever woken like... up and like, you must, so you must have been sleeping quite heavily and then as soon as you wake up, you need to piss so badly that you're like, I think as soon as I move, this is going <laughs> to... Yeah, gonna yeah but that I've usually got a massive rock on at that point, so I know that it's not going to break through that seal. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that's an insurance policy. That, that's, <laughs> so, yeah. Also, right, this is, this is weird, right? You know when I went for a, a couple of nights ago, I'd had a few beers. I wasn't pissed like I was sober enough. You know, I'd had a beer, but um, when I woke up, I was upside down in the bed. My, like, my feet were on the pillow and my head was the other end. <laughs> No <laughs> recollection of why or how that happened because I remember going to sleep with my head on the pillow and then all of a sudden I was out of the covers just upside down and I woke up and I was like, the fuck is going on here? <laughs> that freaked me out a bit. Joe was like, like I thought yeah, maybe but- I dreamt that and then Joe was like, why were you upside down on the bed last night? Right. Darren Gargett says if all four of you to do uh, were to do one of those escape rooms which one of you would lose their temper first 
I so when it's I saw this question, question. I was yeah. thinking it's good, right? But if you reword it like this, I think it's better. If we were to all do an escape room puzzle, the same exactly the same one, and yeah. time it, in what order would we come? Like, in what order would we finish yeah, it? Well, because I, I think what order would we come? Which order would we finish the escape room? Okay, Matt, that's filth. Filth. Okay, fucking hell, you guys. Because um, I'm pretty sure, and I'm not trying to be. I'm pretty sure I'd finish last. And I think you'd all agree with me on that one. I'm thinking it's between... No offence, Matt. I think it's between Sean Again. and James to, for the first place. I don't know. I'm but, but, surprisingly I mean, we just, it's not just based on good at I, mean, I haven't done one of these before, but aren't they like about lateral thinking and all sorts of stuff? Well, not necessarily. Yeah. They're not, I mean, I've, you done, have... I've done one before. It's like if you played a video game, you can do it. They're not hard because it's the same sort of logic often. It's like video okay. game logic. Oh, in which case I'm last. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think you'd beat me, Matt. I do. I think you'd beat me. Well, I'm not so sure. I think James... Right, if I'm being honest, I think James would do it first. Yeah. And then maybe between Sean and Matt for second and third, and then me last. Because I think Matt might get over... Matt, Matt's only stumbling point is that he might overthink it. And it's like, he'll, he'll think it's <laughs> way more complicated than it actually is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love to do one of these things. I haven't had a go one yet. I would actually, like, it would be amazing to do one with you guys. I think that'd be really funny. Oh, film it all. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. we, yeah. we should. <laughs> do they let you do that? Or do they worry that it gives away? I suppose oh, it gives away the answers, you can't, yeah. Well, you can't sign a fucking NDA, can you? So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, in terms of losing our temper, like, I mean, I'm pretty fucking bad these days just due to sleep deprivation. So. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get like that after a while. Um, yeah. I, well, it's been me, wouldn't it? You know, just shouting things that are clearly wrong, and then demanding <laughs> that I'm correct and getting upset with everyone. Yeah, I'm the one. But then James would get really pissed off with you doing that. So That's I mean, true. You wouldn't be. He wouldn't be far behind. True, yeah. James, like James, does have a short fuse. Like he does yeah. before he starts raising his voice and getting the ump. So maybe it is James. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the point is, as a team, we would be brilliant. Yep, definitely. Uh, Curtis says, can one of you play the Zero Escape series of games and when you fall in love with it like I have, gush about its awesomeness, I'm thinking Farley or Sean would like it. Now, I've never... I don't know. Uh, I just gather there's a lot of words in them and it's all a bit anime and... That's me out. Well, yeah. Um, But no, people do love them. Hang on, this is the... Yeah, because it's the... I just had a look. It's that. It's the, like the nine hours, nine yeah, versus yeah, nine yeah. doors. That yeah. was a game that one time I was thinking about getting, but never got okay. around to. James, so, I'm yeah, looking man. at these characters, mate. You're all over this game. <laughs> <laughs> There's like an Egyptian-wearing sort of character that instead of having a top, she hasn't got a top, and her necklace <laughs> is covering her nipples. So oh, there you go. <laughs> fully decent. I don't know what, don't know what you're saying. It's so I'm saying you're a fucking though. pervert. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, so I, I don't know if this has been like a thing in the Discord, but then got I've got two other tweets about <laughs> about this. So Pete Sadley says one of the mates keeps pestering us to play the Zero Escape games. Uh, is there any games you guys have been pestered to play that ended up being brilliant? Well, yes, Mass Effect obviously is the one. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. One for me. Yeah. All, right, all right, Mass Effect One I didn't like, but Mass Effect Two, wow. That was like that's up there for me. Yeah, 
Um, Dark Souls is another one. Yeah. That obviously, I you know everyone's like, oh, you got to play, you got to play Dark Souls, and I'm going <laughs> no. And then I played it, and I went, that is fucking shit. <laughs> and then I went back to it, and then realised it was actually amazing. So yeah, I'm trying to think. There have definitely been games where I'm like, yeah, I've started playing and be like, oh, you remember this game you were raving about three years ago? You weren't lying, were you? No, <laughs> but I can't remember. Fuck, which ones were they? I'm struggling. I mean, it's definitely happened. I just can't think uh, what games they were. It's it's really funny to me now, the amount of people, and this is evident because I listen to Beastcast, but the amount of people that are going, oh my God, Rainbow Six Siege is really good, isn't it? And I'm going, <laughs> yes, I fucking told you. <laughs> I also, I see, that, that also fascinates me when people say, actually, Rocket League is good, isn't it? It's like a lot of people think I don't care about football and or you know cars or whatever, but I feel like that's the sort of game where it's just there's a, the core gameplay loop is just so good. I think even if you're not into football and or race games <laughs> or, or whatever you whatever you think the game is before you play, it, I think a lot of people a lot of people fall in love with it very easily. Well, it'd be interesting to see how uh, James finds it because I mean I know you've played it before and you've enjoyed it, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm getting very serious about that game at the moment. I've learned how to fly, <laughs> which has been the, the <laughs> barrier that's uh, that's really stood between me and and going crazy about that game, like to a ridiculous level. And I've broken through that barrier now, and I'm worried about everything else. So, I mean, it, <laughs> that just might just the games are starting to come out. I fuck everything else. I just want to quit everything and play Rocket League with the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Sorted. Worth it. Uh, my answer is absolutely, definitely Dark Souls, obviously. Oh, yeah. James? Titan Probably the same. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Dark Souls. Yeah, 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 uh, also, the game season has started strong again this week. What are you all looking forward to playing? Spider-Man. I didn't realise that Tomb Raider's just round the corner. Everything's just round the corner. It's all kicking. Yeah, but <laughs> Tomb Raider, though, mate, I love those games, and um, I'm well up for another one. So, Oh, wow. I've just discovered I already own a Zero Escape game. <laughs> Fucking Tory. Just like, oh, 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 do you own this? Oh, no, it's, it's, it must have been a free one off of, uh, PS Plus. It's on Vita. Well, oh, yeah, that's the right. Door. Yeah. I've ordered two Xbox One X's. <laughs> uh, and one of the East Wing. Might play that now. Uh, <laughs> wait till after the pod. Um, yeah, what were you, were you saying? What was what, the question? The game season started again. What games are you looking forward to? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously Red Dead. That, that's I was going to say Red Dead's the, uh, yeah, that's the one. But no, me, there's, still, there's still a few. I'm genuinely looking forward to Mario Party. Sorry, but it's the game that, you know, my wife has started playing games for the first time ever, um, only to play with uh, Harry. But that's, that's a, I've been, we've been having fun moments with Overcooked 2. Um, so yeah, that's, that's on the list. The other one is, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm all up for Tomb Raider. Can't wait for that. Uh, yeah, it's a few games, a few games on the, on the list. Fist the of the horizon. North Star. That's what I'm after. Uh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the title. No, thank you. Um, right, uh, that, that's that's it. That's it. 
That's We're it. done for another week. Matt, have yeah, you mate. got anything to say for yourself? Uh, well, all the links to all our social media, everything, everything, all the places you can get the podcast are in the show notes. Just look at the podcast description right now. We're on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it. Obviously, we've mentioned it a million times, but I mentioned again, we're doing a live show at EGX. If you're in the area or if you want to be in the area, we're, we're doing a live show at 5 o'clock on Saturday, 22nd. And then we've got a meet in town at the Wellington Real Ale Pub straight afterwards. Uh, if you want Birmingham. to be in the area. If you want to be in the area or not. But yeah, okay. live show. <laughs> live show. Um, we'll catch you next week. Wait, this is what? So we've got two more normal shows than the live show. Yeah. She. Yeah. But stop planning close. it, baby. <laughs> Thanks for living it. Catch you next week. Good boy. Bye-bye. Oh, no inside job.